WRSU Sports presents Rutgers Basketball Dancing in the Dark, the story of the 2019-2020 basketball season, the NCAA season that never was. Tiaboa, right corner three, rainbow, bingo! Oh, we can taste it here at the Rutgers Athletic Center. Baker does strip it away, now to McConnell. McConnell, he slams it home! Pass for Baker, deep three-pointer, oh my God, Gio Baker! Are you kidding me? Ron Harper Jr. fires it over to Yaboa. Yaboa, quick trigger, three, and swish! Yaboa! Up top, Young, cutting Mathis, right hand to Tomahawk! Bring the house down, young fella! Now over to Harper Jr., his three-pointer, yes, sir! Geo Baker for the buzzer beater, and Geo Baker nails it! Geo Baker, what a shot! Tonight, we take a look back at Rutgers' January 7th home game against number 20 Penn State. A sold-out Tuesday night at the Rack, here's WRSU's Justin Sontoop and Jake Ostrove. Welcome to episode four here of Dancing in the Dark. As we recap the 2019-2020 Rutgers men's basketball season, the NCAA tournament that never was, Jake Ostrove here alongside Justin Sontoop. Tonight's episode, we're going to go over the Rutgers-Penn State game from January 7th at the Rack. And to me, to a lot of fans, going into this game, this was the biggest game in Rutgers men's basketball history in 14 years. You know, it was the biggest game at the Rack in however many years, 30 years if you wanted to call it, you know, go all the way back to that 1989-810 final against Penn State. There was a lot of hype because right before this game, Rutgers beat Nebraska on the road by 17 and even though Nebraska was one of the worst teams in the Big Ten, just seeing Rutgers dominate in that fashion, especially without Geo Baker, now Rutgers had won five straight games, and all this momentum was building into this big game against the rival. Justin, I think that there was a lot of buzz, obviously, for the Seton Hall game. But leading up to this Penn State game, there was the feeling that if Rutgers could actually come away with this win, then we could actually start talking realistically, about an NCAA tournament. Absolutely, Jake. I mean, Rutgers hosting the 20th ranked team in the country. They've already blown out one top 25 team this season. The storyline coming in, it, it's is Rutgers an NCAA tournament caliber team? How are we going to find out? Well, beat another tournament caliber upper echelon Big Ten team on your home floor and do so convincingly. Can you do it without Geo Baker? Well, Here's your opportunity. The Scarlet Knights coming into this game on a five-game winning streak. They're playing their best basketball of the season so far. Um, An opportunity knocking, right? I mean, we found out. I don't want to say we found out. um, After Rutgers beat Seton Hall, I think we all were under the impression that the next three games, Lafayette, Caldwell, and Nebraska, were going to be huge games because if Rutgers could win those three, it would set up the showdown against Penn State. Well, here we are, showdown against Penn State, sold-out rack. I mean, the atmosphere, crazy already pregame. Can Rutgers prove themselves as a legitimate NCAA tournament contender? Is it time to start believing? I mean, we'll find out in, the, in this game tonight. Baker at the top of the key, one minute remaining. Baker, three. Yes, sir! Geo Baker puts the Knights up three. McConnell brings to the near wing. Now for Omarui, wild pass, Johnson, alley-oop, jam, Rutgers up seven. Carter kicks it out to Geo for three, and he gets it to go. Baker, five to shoot. Baker in the corner for Mathis. Mathis for three. Yes, sir! 
Baker inside out dribble. He'll pull up the three. Top of the key. Ho oh, oh, bang! Here's Ron Harper Jr. All the way to the rim for the slam! Baker for the open three, and he sinks it. Here's Baker. Step back. Three. Dagger! Mathis drives baseline. Floater on the way. Good and a foul! Miles Johnson on the block. Has it stripped. Picks it back up. Puts it off the glass and in! The rack, one stub louder than a 747 taking off from nearby Newark Airport. And you can expect that same level of atmosphere and noise and energy as we welcome you to tonight's edition of Rutgers Men's Basketball here on WRSU Sports. Today's matchup is between the Scarlet Knights as they play host to the 20th ranked Penn State Nittany Lions. Hello everybody, alongside Justin Santoup, I'm Jake Gostrope. The Scarlet Knights are winners of their last five. Their last game out, they played at Nebraska, 179-62. That was notable for a few reasons. One was that it was a road Big Ten win and added fuel to the flame that is their tournament hopes as they stand very much alive here in January. The other big reason, they did it without their arguably their best player. Geo Baker, their captain, their point guard, out with a thumb injury, ruled out indefinitely, no timetable for his return. Justin, when you look at the game on Friday, it was that next man up mentality that really saw the Scarlet Knights over the finish line. Well, anytime you talk to Coach Michael, Jake, it's it's all about that next man up. He's got a very deep roster. He's recruited players that were kind of under-recruited, under-the-radar guys that fit his style. And they're all versatile players. You look at their point guards, they're long. They can guard multiple positions. They can shoot the basketball. They can drive it. And it's next man up. It's everybody you got to fill in and help the next guy out. Geo Baker out. Well, Caleb McConnell comes in, 8 of 8, shooting 20 points. And it's a new game plan, too, with Geo out, right? Geo's out. Let's feed it into the paint. Get Miles Johnson going. What does Miles do? Ties his career high with 18 points. Ties his career high with 14 rebounds. A monster night. It is that next man up in mentality, and it's because of this depth that Rutgers is able to do that. These two teams have played a ton of close games over the last couple of years. In the two meetings combined, the games were decided by five points total. It came down, if many fans can remember, on March 6th of last season, second to last game of the year. There was a minute where Rutgers had NIT hopes. They were on the bubble in the NIT. Penn State burst that bubble with a one-point victory, 65-66, to here at the rack 10 months ago. When you look at the game today, Justin, there has to be that chip on your shoulder, that revenge factor if you're the Scarlet Knights, considering they returned so much talent. Oh, absolutely, no doubt. And, you know, one could argue that we had coming out performances by Caleb McConnell and Ron Harper Jr. in that game. They carried Rutgers on that run in the second half to pull back from, I believe it was a 15-20 point halftime deficit. Rutgers got it all the way down to one, and of course, heartbreak on that final play. You and I were at the game together. It was heartbreak. We had to drown our sorrows in Hansel and Gretel after the game. Um, <laughs> I would hope there's a chip on the shoulder for Rutgers. It's going to be tough without Geo Baker, no doubt, but the one thing we've seen from this Rutgers team, they're gritty. They all play with a chip on their shoulder. A bunch of under-the-radar guys. They know Rutgers has been overlooked. It's time for them to make a statement tonight at the rack. Penn State's off to their best start since 2008-2009 season. That's before Pat Chambers got here. When you look at the Scarlet Knights, if they can somehow find a way to win, knocked off a ranked team for the second time this season, something they haven't done knocking off two ranked opponents. Remember, they beat Seton Hall a couple weeks ago here at the rack. They haven't knocked off two ranked opponents in a season since 2001 to, two th to 
in back-to-back -back seasons, excuse me, since 2001 to 2003, those two seasons there at the turn of the century. At the turn of this decade, it's all going to be about the Scarlet Knights and finding other ways besides for Geo Baker. And every time you talk to Steve Pike on any of these guys, they believe that there is someone there, someone waiting. It could be in the starting five, could be coming off the bench. They can all go for 25 minutes. They can all go for 20 points if they want to. We've seen a little bit about that with Caleb McConnell in the last game. But how about the play from Jacob Young, who's really had a coming out party over the last couple games? It's about time we're getting this, this Jacob Young that we've heard so much about. He was a four-star talent out of high school. He went to play his first couple years at Texas. He scored 29 points in a Big 12 quarterfinal game his sophomore year at Texas against a Texas Tech team that went to the Elite Eight. We knew Jacob Young was talented. In the first two months of the year, it took him a little while to get it going. Well, boom, Jacob Young, 23 points against Caldwell, 16 points in the last game against Nebraska, Jacob Young is finally playing under control, and when he's playing under control, he's a difference maker because he gets to the rim at will. Scarlet Knights come into this game at 11-3, 2-1 in conference play. They're 10-0 at home, looking to stay perfect as they play their second game, first game at the rack of the new decade. Penn State comes in 12-2, 2-1-1 in conference. They have won three straight since being put in the AP Top 25 three weeks ago, and that will be put to the test right now. It's now time for your Rutgers Men's Basketball Coaches Spotlight with head men's basketball coach, Steve Peichel. Welcome back. We're here with Rutgers Men's Basketball Head Coach, Steve Peichel. Coach, you played your first game without your captain and your point guard. How do you think your guys did in their adjusted roles? Yeah, I mean, I have a ton of confidence in all the guys. So, um, you know, Caleb's played the point all last year and started the game, did a great job. We have, you know, we're lucky Paul's a point guard, you know, uh, Jacob Young can play the position. So we have added depth this year, which helps a great deal. But uh, went on the road, won a, won a great game uh, in a tough place to play, a place where we've had no success. So, uh, you know, good step for us. Uh, unfortunately, tonight, ranked team, probably playing the best in the league. Brings a whole nother challenge to, uh, to us, but uh, excited about hopefully the environment that we're going to play in and excited about the opportunity to play one of the best teams in the Big Ten. Coach Miles Johnson has improved dramatically since he stepped onto campus day one. He's now one of the most dominant frontcourt players in the league. What can you say about how, how far he's come? Yeah, I mean, uh, fortunately, he stayed out of foul trouble. So always a key to all these games is how they're blowing the whistle. And he's done a better job of, you know, staying in games. And uh, he keeps getting better every day. You know, he's worked on his body, uh, his jump shot, his hooks in the post, his rebounding, you know, and he's our best passer, too. So... Uh, it's a trait that not a lot of big guys have. So uh, really love his development, love the kind of kid he is, good teammate, you know, all those things. And when you work hard, good things happen, and he continues to work. Let's talk about the matchup today. You mentioned that they're one of the best in the league, but historically over the last couple of years, at least since your time here, these matchups have been dogfights. They've been very close, one possession. You know, how much do you look forward to games like these? Well, I mean, you always, I mean, this is their best team, Penn State, since I've been here. I mean, they're deep. They're real deep. And uh, obviously, whenever you have the best player on the floor, Lamar Stevens, you have uh, have an advantage. But Watkins is playing really well. Dredd can shoot the ball like no one else. Jones, they got two Joneses. Both of them can shoot. Wheeler, I love him as a point guard. Um, you know, they're very different than they have been in the past. Um, I think they're offensively elite. They lead the league in block shots and, and steals, too. So, obviously, defensively, they're elite, too. So, uh, cause many problems. we got to play well. I mean, this is a, a great opportunity. I'm glad we're playing the game here at the Rack. 
Coach, you mentioned um, the depth for Penn State, but Lamar Stevens, front and center, one of the best players in the Big Ten. What's the game plan to slow him down tonight? Same game plan everyone else is. Uh, pray. Uh, you know, no one's been able to really slow him down. I mean, um, you've got to play 40 minutes. You know, like any great player that we played, a lot of different guys are going to have to take responsibility. He gets everybody in foul trouble. He can shoot the ball. He puts it down. He can, you know, bully in the post. He makes free throws. I mean, he's uh, just a good player. So he causes many problems to the rest of them that I'm really worried about. You know, no one seems to be able to stop him. But uh, those other guys, if you could do a good job on those guys and not letting them have career nights, then that's a good chance uh, um, you could have a good night. Great. Appreciate it, Coach. Thank you. Welcome back to the Sold Out Rock. We're just minutes from tip here. Jake Ostrov, Justin Santu. Let's get into the starting lineups. We'll start with the Penn State Nittany Lions, 20th ranked in the country, led by Pat Chambers. In his ninth season, assistant coaches Keith Urgo, Jim Ferry, Kevin Freeman. We'll start in the backcourt. It all starts with the point guard. Sophomore point guard, 6'3", Myron Jones. He's alongside Miles Dredd, a 6'4", sophomore guard. The small forward, Jamari Wheeler, 6'1", junior, out of Live Oak, Florida. And then you get into the big guys, those four and five, Lamar Stevens. Six foot eight, 225 pound senior from Philly. Mike Watkins, also from Philly, a six foot nine senior. Those are the guys to look out for. But besides for the big two, who we already talked about, Justin, who's got your eye? It's Miles Dredd. It's Miles Dredd. He is one of the best shooters in the entire conference and even the country. Six four, 215 pounds out of Detroit. He's averaging just nine points per game and shooting just 31% from three, but he's fourth in the conference with 30 made threes. He led Penn State making 67 a season ago, and when you watch him play, he's ready to pull from anywhere. He's got as quick a release as I've seen in America. Miles Dredd, you got to get out on him on the perimeter. Now we'll shift over to the Scarlet Knights, hosting the Penn State Nittany Lions today. Steve Peichel, obviously in his fourth season at the helm here in Piscataway. His assistant coach is Carl, Ho Carl Hobbs, Brandon Knight, Steve Hain. And it's the same starting five that we saw against Nebraska. It all starts with the point guard, Caleb McConnell, six foot seven, tall for a point guard from Jacksonville, Florida. He's a sophomore. He's alongside Montez Mathis, six foot four, sophomore from Baltimore, Maryland. At the three, it's Ron Harper Jr., six foot six, sophomore from Franklin Lakes, New Jersey, and then Aquazi Yoboa, the six six, Stony Brook grad transfer from Chigwell, England. And in the middle, it's Big Miles Johnson, six foot ten, redshirt sophomore from Long Beach, California. We talked about Johnson, but it's going to be an all-around contribution from the Scarlet Knights that's going to get the job done today. And especially, I'm looking at Ron Harper Jr. This sophomore is as talented as any player on this Rutgers roster. He's their leading scorer, averaging nearly 12 points per game, averaging six rebounds per game. He can step outside and shoot it from deep. He's at 31% from there, but he's really at his best when he's attacking the rim and he's inside the paint and working down on the low block, post moves, finger rolls around the glass that's where I like Ron Harper Jr. and I think he has a really big night tonight and if he has a big night it's going to have to be both offensively and defensively Jake because I see him being forced to guard Lamar Stevens the all Big Ten player and superstar for Penn State. We talked about personnel keys but tactically Justin give me your key for the Scarlet Knights today. You got to control the pace of game. Penn State loves to get out and run. They're third in the Big Ten in points per game, averaging 81 points. Rutgers, on the flip side, they're third in the Big Ten in scoring defense, allowing just over 59 points per game. Something's got to give tonight. Rutgers has to dominate the pace. They've got to control the tempo, and if Rutgers can slow it down and make this game the way they want to play. Well, let's go, are you? It is a sellout here in Piscataway, New Jersey. I would estimate. 7,600 are in their seats here as we break for tip. 
Scarlet Knights wearing their own whites. White tops, white bottoms, red numbering, black trim. On the other side, Penn State in their navy tops, navy bottoms with white lettering, numbering. The Scarlet Knights will go from left to right. Penn State will go from right to left. The referees for today's game, Paul Seltz, Eric Curry, Brandon Cruz. The ball is tipped, won by the Scarlet Knights, and here we go. McConnell controls it for the Scarlet Knights. He works left. Gives it over to Mathis, guarded by Wheeler. Weave action for Harper, now into the corner on the far side for McConnell. Gets a pick from Johnson. Wheeler really guarding him tightly. Caught in that corner, Harper. Back to the top of the arc for Johnson. Hands it off to Yaboa. Has it picked up by Dredd. Dredd going the other way, 2-1-2 two two Patrick. Over to Wheeler. He had it blocked by Yaboa. Falling on the floor is Dredd, and it will be a jump ball. It'll stay the way of Penn State, but great transition defense from the Scarlet Knights really quickly off the turnover. Good job by RU getting back on defense, but on offense, they need to be stronger with the basketball. Penn State leads the Big Ten, forcing 15.8 turnovers per game. That's something to keep an eye on here. Penn State will inbound the ball underneath their own basket. Fresh 30 on the clock, just 29 seconds into the game. We're already flying out the gate here. No score between Rutgers and Penn State. Lamar Stevens the one to inbound it on the S as Rutgers goes across the baseline. We're looking at something on the monitor, Jake. I'm A little sure hold what. up. Maybe they're going to look and see if it was a, a goaltend. Did that it's ball hit possible. the glass? It was blocked off the backboard by Yaboa. Could the ball have hit the backboard first? I guess that's what they're taking a look. Referee today, Paul Seltz, is the one at the monitor. And this is just the beauty of college basketball, isn't it? you got to love the replay. Oh, sure. I mean, you want to call it the beauty. <laughs> uh, it would be sarcasm for you. Um, to be honest, what are we doing? 29 seconds into the game, it looked like a clean block shot. Maybe they're looking to see if the shot clock should reset. It's a good call. They That's did it. it Went down it's to 24 seconds now. Stevens inbounds it. We're back underway here. Wheeler at the top of the arc, guarded by McConnell. Passes it near side. That'll be Jones inside for Stevens. There's Harper. There's the matchup to watch. Fade away on Harper. That's a rebound and an air ball by Stevens. And it's rebounded by Johnson. Picked up. Now running the offense is McConnell. He'll drive left. He had it stripped. Goes out of bounds. Stays away with the Scarlet Knights. And now the referee overturns it. They say it went off McConnell's leg. So that's two straight turnovers for McConnell, Penn State basketball. Jamari Wheeler in the middle of everything. It was him with the strip. He's the leader in the Big Ten in steals per game. He's going to be in McConnell's pocket all night long. McConnell following Wheeler as he brings it across the timeline. A little bit of a lax full court press. Here's Myron Jones guarded by Mathis on the near side, left wing. Back to the top of the key for Stevens guarded by Harper. Hands it off for Wheeler. Now Watkins, well beyond the arc, 10 on the shot clock, Dredd. Dredd got caught in the air, gives it over to Stevens. Now here's Myron Jones with a wing three-pointer in and out. Offensive rebound to Watkins. Over to Stevens, who walked with it. Lamar Stevens travels with it as he tries to drive in. It's a turnover, number one for the Penn State Nittany Lions. Rutgers ball. Stevens a little bit ahead of himself. Let's see how Rutgers can protect the ball in this possession. Two turnovers in their first couple possessions. This is where they really miss their starting point guard, Geo Baker. Penn State working with a bottle full court trap. Here's Harper, drives left, and he throws the ball errantly right into the hands of Wheeler. He was looking for Yaboa. Here's Stevens on the other side into the corner. Myron Jones, three-pointer. Good. First points of the day for Jones. First points of the game, 3-0 PSU. Scarlet Knights break the press into the corner for Mathis, who slashes into the paint, gets around Stevens, puts up a tough shot, and an offensive foul. I think they got Mathis there for a push-off on Stevens. 
That is four turnovers in the first four possessions. Rutgers cannot find anything on offense. And that was a bad call. That was a really bad call. Mathis can't believe it. Neither can I. It's a pretty weak push off, if any. But the referee saw it. Now it's Penn State basketball. Dread guarded by Yaboa. He finds Stevens at the top of the arc. Stevens looks to pass. And he finds Wheeler. Wheeler works back to the top of the arc. Gives it back to Stevens. Inside the arc baseline on the far side, Stevens. Gives it a cross-court pass for Dredd, who tries a three-pointer off the back iron. Tipped up, rebound Mathis. He's going to run with it. One-on-two fast break, Mathis. He slices to the rim. He tried to go up with it. He got fouled. I think they got Wheeler. It should be a foul on the floor because Mathis wasn't able to get a shot up. But Rutgers still not able to get a shot up as we're here two minutes and 20 seconds into the game. Well, watching the replay, I think Rutgers may have gotten bailed out on that one. McConnell inbounds it to Mathis on the near side wing. Mathis will slow things down. 17-30 first half, McConnell on the far side. Gets a pick from Johnson to get around Wheeler. Picked up his dribble, gives it over to Harper. Harper will settle things down again. 12, he reverses with a step back, gives it into the corner for Yaboa for a three-pointer. That's an air ball. It deflected on its way out, and it's Penn State basketball. And the referee... I believe that's Brandon Cruz said that's going to hit Jamari Wheeler. Seemed pretty, pretty blatant to me. And there's the overturn call. Brandon Cruz saw it. Paul Seltz didn't. Pat Chambers is not happy. Well, Pat Chambers should get over it because I'm glad Brandon Cruz stepped in. That was the right call. Blatantly off the back of Jamari Wheeler. McConnell inbounded in the corner. Gives it to Mathis. Mathis for a three-pointer. Off the far side rim, rebounded goes to Watkins. He outlets it to Stevens. Stevens working one-on-one with Harper. With try to Eurostep, he got blocked. And then he fouled Yaboa on the rebound. That's the first one on Stevens. Second team foul on Penn State. Steve, uh, yeah, Stevens was the one that got into foul trouble and had to sit for a while against Iowa. Very physical defense right there by the Scarlet Knights. Harper Jr. did a great job cutting him off forcing Stevens to change direction, and then there's the eraser, Miles Johnson with the shot block. Can Rutgers make something happen on offense here? It's been ugly the first few possessions. Scarlet Knights 0 of 2 to start. Ball gets deflected out. Myron Jones tried to steal it from Yaboa, but it was right there in the corner. Isaiah Bronkington, 6'4", sophomore guard from Philadelphia, checks into the game for the first time, first sub for Penn State as Rutgers gets the game back underway. It's Harper at the top of the arc, gets a pick from Johnson. He ignores it drives into the paint puts up a tough shot he went up for it and he got fouled by Watkins and that's going to be the first foul on Watkins and two free throws for Ron Harper three team fouls now on Penn State just one on the Scarlet Knights Rutgers can get to the free throw line that should be a good thing but the Scarlet Knights are going to have to make him count from the charity strike Ron Harper comes into this game shooting 64% from the free throw line that's the same as the team average Scarlet Knights known for not being one of the better free throw shooting teams. Harper knocks down the first one. Always good to see the basketball go through the rim. Three and a half minutes into the game, Rutgers finally their first points. John Harrah checks into the game for Penn State for Watkins. 6'9", junior from Wallingford, Pennsylvania. One more free throw from Harper. He bends at the knees, and it's nothing but net. So two for two from the line. It's three to two Penn State, 16-46 first half. Rutgers with some full court press and a foul off the ball. An offensive foul on Wheeler. They got Wheeler. That's his second foul 
in the opening three plus minutes here and a turnover off the ball before the ball even got inbounded. And now both teams told to go back to the huddle. Are they gonna review uh, flagrant? I'm not sure. We're gonna look for the replay. Obviously it's a very physical game early, Jake. Oh my goodness. Both teams going at it. Penn State, that's their fourth team foul. Rutgers has one, but they also have four turnovers. Penn State really ratcheting down on, on defense. Rutgers has only attempted two shots from the field here with 16-45 in the first half. We'll finally get a look at the board here. Wheeler's oh, the guy. Oh, oh. So break it down here. Yeah, he elbowed Ron Harper Jr. in the face. <laughs> so well, is there more science to it? Uh, no, he, he, well, okay. He stuck his left elbow into Ron Harper Jr.'s right cheekbone. There you go. Good. Um, I appreciate no. the color commentary. So Wheeler at the free throw line. He was going to get open, and instead of faking one way or even giving a little push off to the waist area, he stuck his elbow into Ron Harper Jr.'s face. That's blatant. That could be grounds for an ejection, Jake. That looks like a flagrant one to me and could even be a flagrant two because that is more than just unnecessary contact. That's a hit to the face. That could be a flagrant two. That could make Jamari Wheeler out of this game, but I'm maybe getting ahead of myself. Yeah, possibly, but physicality is the biggest thing because we've only seen five total points in the opening. Yeah, they're looking at for a flagrant foul. That's the that's the word from the PA. We've only seen five total points in the first three minutes and 15 seconds. One made field goal for Penn State. That was courtesy of Myron Jones, who had a three-pointer from the corner a couple minutes ago. Walkers has started 0 for 2. They've earned it the hard way at the free throw line. It's that physical play that you can probably expect to go through all 40 minutes of this one. Penn State, one of the tougher teams in the Big Ten. They are first in the Big Ten in blocks per game and steals per game. And we'll get the word now. And it's a flagrant foul. Flagrant one, so he's not ejected. But that is a flagrant one foul on Jamari Wheeler. Which if I'm correct, Justin, it would give him three personal fouls. No, I think so. I think it's just two personal fouls. So the flagrant one replaces the personal foul. It's two personal fouls for Jamari Wheeler, which is big. He'll be out of the game for the rest of the first half, I'm assuming. First free throw good from Harper. So Ron will get two free throws. He just hit the first one, and then Rutgers should get possession of the basketball. And we're tied at three now. Ron Harper's earned all three from the charity stripe. One more here, and he gets it to go. So four of four from the charity stripe. And it should be Rutgers basketball now. A lot of replay in the early goings of the game here. Four to three is your score with 16-45 first half. McConnell gets this game back underway. He's guarded by Brockington. Johnson looking inside. Gives it to Yaboa. Now McConnell drives left and he gets bumped. That's Miles Dredd. That's a fifth personal foul on the Nittany Lions. And it'll be the Scarlet Knights basketball. Just a note there, Curtis Jones checked into the game for Jamari Wheeler. That's a 6-4 grad transfer from Richmond, Virginia. Seeing his first action today. It was a tried, uh, attempted lob off an inbound pass from McConnell to Harper. Then McConnell tried to catch it before it touched out of bounds. And so it's Penn State basketball. Figure that one out. Just a brain fart by Caleb. Now get back on defense. Rutgers employs a little bit of a full-court press. It's Dredd to bring it across. Yaboa, the one guarding him. Here's Jones on the near side wing. Harum drives left, gives it over to Myron Jones. Now Miles Dredd gives it into a corner for Brockington. 
12 on the shot clock, Brockington gives it over to Hara with the mismatch, goes up and under, and he gets blocked by Yaboa. Rebound to McConnell. Yaboa's been everywhere defensively, and he has it here. He drives left on Hara, puts it up, no good. Rebound fought for and won. That time by Hara, gives it up to Myron Jones, who drives on Mathis with a pump fake and a fadeaway. Tough shot, no good. Offensive rebound, Hara, second chance effort, no good, and he gets fouled. I think they got Ron Harper Jr. Then I'll send Harrod to the line for two when we come back. A high, fast pace opening four minutes, 15-51 here. Rutgers four, Penn State three. Stick with us here on WRSU-FM, New Brunswick. Welcome back to the rack. 15-51 first half here. It's Rutgers four, Penn State three, and what's been a very physical opening few minutes in Big Ten play. Hello, everybody. Jay Castro alongside Justin Santu. But Quasi was just called for the foul, not Ron Harper Jr. And that just adds to the level of physicality that Yaboa has shown. He's already got two blocks here in the opening four minutes, and he's really been key for the Scarlet Knights on defense. Yaboa certainly has been key defensively. Miles Johnson also an in intimidating presence in the paint. This is what Rutgers does. They're physical on defense, and they're also physical offensively. Rutgers, not a great three-point shooting team. They like to get the ball inside and score around the rim. That hasn't manifested yet. Rutgers still looking for their first made field goal, all four points courtesy of RHJ at the free throw line. Rutgers with just two team fouls, Penn State with five. I'd like to see Rutgers continue to pound the ball inside, try to get into the bonus early. Rutgers has not hit a field goal yet. They're 0 of 3 from everywhere, 0 of 2 from beyond the arc. Penn State has not scored in two and a half minutes. Penn State also, for those that want to argue that Rutgers should be taking more three-pointers, they have the worst opponent three-point shooting percentage in the conference. They allow their opponents to shoot 35% from the field, so Rutgers attacking that early, but they haven't had the uh, benefits yet. John Hara goes to the line to shoot two as we resume play here. First free throw is good. That ties the game at four. It's the first points for Hara here. He comes into this game shooting 65% from the free throw line. Jacob Young into the game, as is Paul Mulcahy for the Scarlet Knights as Heron knocks down the second one, gives the Penn State Nittany Lions the lead 5-4 as Rutgers gets this game back underway. Mulcahy works with it, gives it over to McConnell across the timeline. McConnell on the far side, back to Mulcahy on the block guard. Guarded by Brockington, Mulcahy hands it off to McConnell, now for Young. Looks like Penn State might be in a bit of a zone as Young drives left into the paint for Johnson who flails and tries to put up a shot. Doesn't get the shot, doesn't get a call. Steve Punkel wants it. Coming the other way is Curtis Jones. Guarded by Mulcahy. Cross-court pass, intercepted, looking for Stevens. Stevens took it right back from McConnell. He works left, gives into the corner for Jones. Extra pass, Curtis Jones, who strains a three-pointer. Curtis Jones with his first points of the game. And here's some bad transition defense as Mulcahy almost had a shot. On the other end, really quick. It's 8-4 to four now the score. Penn State in front. 15 minutes, first half. Jacob Young settling things down now for the Scarlet Knights. Still searching for their first field goal of the game. McConnell will turn on the shot clock. Well beyond the arc. Has to do something quickly. Five on the clock. He drives right. Touch up a tough floater. Can't get it to go. Rebound to Brockington. Brockington comes the other way. Two on three, fast break. Stevens. Stevens on the near side. Guarder by Harper. We'll slow things down. Still inside the arc. Now he'll back it out. Guarded by Johnson. That's a mismatch. He'll try a three-pointer. That's an air ball. Rebound goes to Young. Young will bring it across with some pace. With, tried to look for Johnson. It got tipped. He just had to save it. And Harper couldn't. 
Maybe a little sloppy on that time. It's another turnover, the sixth of the first half for the Scarlet Knights. And it's Penn State ball. Shaq Carter checks into the game. Redshirt senior, six foot nine forward. He goes into the game as does Montez Mathis and Aquazi Yaboa reinserted. So it's Yaboa, Young, Mathis, Carter, and Mulcahy, the five on the floor for the Scarlet Knights. Penn State gets this game back underway. It's Myron Jones, Curtis Jones, Brockington, Stevens, and Watkins. And Stevens has it on the high post. Fans wanted to travel there, given back to Curtis Jones. With eight on the clock now, he drives left. With a fadeaway off the back rim, rebounded by Carter. Given over to Young. Young will work back to the top of the arc. Nice bounce pass for Carter. He couldn't handle it. Gets it back to Mulcahy for three. That's off the far side rim, out of bounds. And it goes away at Penn State. Rutgers shooting 0 of 6 to start the game. They really miss Geo Baker right now, Jake. Geo Baker, the go-to guy when the offense is struggling. Rutgers searching to find somebody to just go get a basket. It's funny you mentioned that in the last time that these two teams met back in March. Rutgers was looking. They mounted a huge comeback. Geo Baker went scoreless the entire 40. Here's Brockton. Goes all the way to the rim. He got blocked by Yaboa. Rebound off the backboard to Mulcahy. Okay, using his length that time. Six foot six freshman point guard. Mathis drives into the paint. Puts up a left-handed floater that can't go. Rebound to Stevens. Rutgers misses again. Curtis Jones this time works into the paint. Gives it out for Myron Jones with a pull-up just inside the arc. And he gets it to go. Penso for is your score now. Penn State in front. Myron Jones has five. Okay, he cross-court pass for Yabo. Uh, excuse me, that's Young. Into the corner for Yabo. He tries an open three-pointer. That's no good. A rebound goes to Stevens. Outlet pass to Curtis Jones. Jones on the near side wing. Guarded by Yaboa with a crossover and a three-pointer. In and out, rebound to Young. Young looking cross-court on the other side, Yaboa. And he got blocked by Stevens, who just threw it out of bounds. He got the rebound, tried to save it, just threw it out of bounds. Rutgers can't get the lid off the rim. They're 0 of 9. Rutgers so, is really... Go ahead, Jake. Somehow this is still a six-point game with 12.29 to go. It's 10 to 4. It's a six-point game for now. Penn State also struggling, just 3 of 14 themselves. Rutgers needs a basket in the worst way. Scarlet Knights searching for answers as Mulcahy gets this game back underway. Gets a pick from Carter. Okay, he drives right with an up-and-under move. Dumps it off to Carter, who flips it into the hoop. First field goal for the Scarlet Knights in the first 10 tries. First points for Carter, the captain. It's 10-6. And now the rack gets some life back into it. Sellout crowd here in Piscataway. Steve Peichel flailing, telling his players to get going, and Jacob Young fouled Myron Jones. Will reach in around the back. Just the first personal foul for Jacob Young. Just a thirteenth foul also for Rutgers. I like the pressure defense. If you're not scoring, you're going to have to stop the other team from scoring. Rutgers has done a nice job of that so far. Two people up for Penn State near midcourt. It's Pat Chambers, and it was Jamari Wheeler who's out with two fouls right now. He had a flagrant called on him earlier. Back underway with Myron Jones, driving right. Puts up a floater. That's a wild shot. No good. Offensive rebound, Watkins, who puts it in. First points for Watkins, 12-6, Penn State. Young has it, drives into the paint. Puts up a wild floater that can't go. Rebound to Stevens. I feel like he's getting every rebound here. Gives it over to Jones, who gives it into the corner for 
that would be Lundy, who couldn't get his three-pointer to go. Lundy just checked into the game, and he has the ball, gives it over to Stevens, who walked with it. He tried to go for a flashy dunk. That's a second travel on Lamar Stevens, and that sends us to the next media timeout. Rutgers still searching here. 11.29 to go in the first half. 12-6 to to score Penn State over Rutgers. Stay tuned for more Rutgers basketball on WRSU-FM New Brunswick and online WRSU.org. just shooting 1 of 11 to start. Penn State shooting 4 of 17. Very physical opening eight minutes. I'm glad you're joining us here on WRG Sports. I'm Jake Ostro. Once I'm my broadcast partner, Justin Santu. Justin, without the key players on the floor, Scarlettites can't get the lid off the rim. Broken, right? I mean, Geo Baker out indefinitely, left thumb injury, and Rutgers needs a go-to scorer. It was interesting. The five players on the floor, RHJ, Mulcahy, Tez, Shaq, and Young, just met in a huddle with Geo Baker, and I'm imagining he was telling them, hey guys, I play against you every day in practice. You're capable of scoring the basketball. Go put the ball in the hoop. Baker in streetwear with some tape around that injured left thumb. I have to imagine he's going to do a lot of coaching from the sideline. He's a captain, he's a junior point guard, leader of this team on and off the court, represented the Scarlet Knights at, at Big Ten Media Days way back before the season started. He's an extension of Steve Peichel, and usually that on-court extension. Now Rutgers having to make do without their captain and emotional leader. It's a challenge. He also happens to be their best scorer. Game back underway. Mulcahy brings it across the timeline, and he's met by Myron Jones. He works right, looks inside, picked up his dribble, gives it to Carter. Guarded by Watkins with a spin move and a hook shot. He can't get it to go. Goes out of bounds. Last touch by Watkins. Scarlet Knights basketball. I like Rutgers trying to post up Shaq Carter. They're going to get Miles Johnson up and into the game now. As I was going to say, Carter not nearly as effective on the block as Miles Johnson. Carter has the one field goal as the Scarlet Knights now are 1 of 12. Okay, inbounds to Harper. Harper, high post, pulls up on the free throw line. It's no good. Offensive rebound, Johnson. He swats it back, and the only one there is Stevens. Stevens has five rebounds now in the first half with just nine minutes gone. Dread back into the game, guarded by Mathis on the near side wing for Stevens. Now Lundy over to Dread, bounce pass for Watkins. Watkins backing down Dorsen with the hook shot and off the glass and in. What a sweet move that time from Mike Watkins. It's 14 to 6. Scarlet moving quickly. It's Mathis working baseline on the left side, gives it over to Johnson. Working on Watkins with a wild effort. It goes right over the rim, no call. Couldn't get the shot to go. Rebound to Myron Jones. Jones works left with an alley-oop attempt. Looking for Watkins. Intercepted by Mulcahy. Okay, he wants to run with it now. Gives it into the wing for Harper. With the step back. Tried to three, thought about a three-pointer. Thought better of it. Now gives it over to Mathis. Who slashes into the paint with a floater. And he can't get that one to go. Rebound to Watkins. Scarlet Knights still can't score. They're one of 16. Here's... That's Dredd, who tried a three-pointer. He couldn't get it to go. Rebound goes to Young. Young brings it across on the far side, hands it off to Mathis. Mathis over to Mulcahy, guarded by Jones. Gets a pick from Johnson. He works around it. Mulcahy just puts up a casual layup. He gets it to go. That's about as easy as a look as you're going to get. 
Mulcahy's first points, it's 14 to eight. Rack trying to get back into it. Scarlet Knights haven't given up much in the opening half of the first half. Back to a six point game. Myron Jones has it. He's looking for Watkins, bounce pass to Watkins. Got Johnson up in the air and he lays it in. Watkins with six points, back to an eight point game, 16 to eight. Penn State in front. Okay, he over to Johnson, over to Mathis, who works left on Watkins. Got blocked by Watkins as he tried to go up for it. Rebound to Lundy. Lundy bounce pass looking for Stevens. Intercepted by Mulcahy. Picked up by Harper. And he'll settle things down. Run the de facto floor general with the leader, Geo Baker, sideline with injury. Mulcahy, guarded by Dredd, gets a pick from Johnson. Nice find for Johnson, who slams it home. Miles Johnson finally on the board. 16 to 8 the score. That'll fire up the crowd. Two assists now for Paul Mulcahy. He's looked really comfortable running the point right now for Rutgers. Jones has it on the point for Penn State. Double team. Gives into corner for Lundy. Now Watkins. Lost it for a second. Puts up a free throw shot. That takes a friendly bounce and in. Watkins has eight points now. He's oh. also looked pretty confident. Yeah, when we talk about it, when Mike Watkins is engaged, he's as good as any big in the country. Big Mike is engaged tonight. 18 to 10 to your score, eight minutes left first half. Okay, he again, backdoor cut for Johnson. Now Young on the near side wing. Guarded by Dredd. Young trying to fight inside, gives it over to Johnson. Back to Young. Seven on the shot clock now. Young got bumped. They got Miles Dredd. That's his second foul, and that sends us to our next break. With 7.54 to go in the first half, it's Penn State 18 and Rutgers 10. Stay tuned for more Rutgers basketball on WRSU-FM, New Brunswick. Welcome back to the rack. With 7.54 to go here in the first half, it remains an eight-point ball game. With the Penn State Nittany Lions in front, 20th team in the nation, 18-10 in front of the Rutgers Scarlet Knights. Jake Ostrom alongside Johnson Santu. Scarlet Knights still struggling. 3 of 18 from the field, but they're getting some good contributions, both scoring the ball and passing the ball from Paul Mulcahy. True freshman Paul Mulcahy, we knew it all along. He was going to have to step up at some point this season. You know, we've been waiting for that moment. Now with Gio out, Paul really getting a chance to run the point for RU, and they need a big game from him. He's looked very comfortable in the pick-and-roll situation, just kind of weaving in between the defense, finding holes, finding lanes. He's made a couple nice passes to set up his teammates. Unfortunately, Rutgers shooting just 17% from the field. That's a big reason why they're trailing Penn State by eight early. Scarlet Knights are 9-0 when they're shooting better than their opponents, and they're not doing that right now. Penn State's not shooting the lights out of the gym either. 7-21, 33%. 16 fouls on Penn State, Jake. Rutgers needs to attack the basket to make that count, get in the bonus. With under eight minutes to go, we're back underway. Rutgers working a weave. It's Young now who slows it down. Gets a pick from Carter into the game for Johnson. Young picked up his dribble. Got caught in an island. Finds Harper. Harper with five on the clock. Drives left. Puts a, a, a floater that goes in. Ron Harper Jr. with six points. It's back to a six-point game. 18-12 to 12 the score. 7.30 first half. NBA caliber fadeaway right there by RHJ. John Harris into the game for Watkins, who had been dominating the Scarlet Knights, so a little bit of a breather for the big man. Stevens gets double teamed in the corner. He breaks out of it and backtracks beyond the arc. Ten on the shot clock now. An offensive foul, a push-off. Referee blew his whistle as Stevens pushed off. That's a second foul on Lamar Stevens. And a seven. 
on the Nittany Lions. That won't result in free throws this time, but next time, Sorrow Knights will be shooting. Great job by Ron Harper Jr. New Stevens wanted to drive left baseline. RHJ cut him off, and Stevens gave him the elbow. Scarlet Knights with a little bit of life here. If they can cut this game to a four-point game or less if they hit a three-pointer. 18 to 12 is your score. McConnell has it over to Harper, guarded by Curtis Jones. He works right on him with another fadeaway. Couldn't get that one to go. Rebound Hara. Hara outlet to Jones. Myron Jones, that is. He brings it across the timeline, working on Carter. Not a great mass-up. He finds Curtis Jones back to Myron Jones. With a crossover on Carter, a contested shot inside the arc. Ah, that's a brick. That's not good at all. Rebound goes to Harper. Up ahead for Mulcahy. Mulcahy on the near side wing, slows things down. He's guarded by Hara. Another mismatch. Finds McConnell back to the top of the arc for Mulcahy over to Harper. Now McConnell at the top of the arc. Working on Hara now. Drives into the paint with a nifty spin move. Couldn't get the shot to go. The lefty layout doesn't go. Rebounded by Curtis Jones. Jones brings it across the timeline. He'll settle things down now. Cross-court pass for Jones. Gets a pick from Harrah. Myron Jones brings it back to the top of the arc. Finds Harrah baseline, who drives on Carter. Crowd wants a walk, doesn't get it, and then he goes up and down. No, they're going to get a jump ball with Mulcahy. Still goes away the Scarlet Knights. Well, they missed two travels on that play from John Harrah. They resulted in a jump ball. I guess it's still the same. Rutgers taking over possession, but now Rutgers loses the arrow in their favor as we tick down the rest of this first half. 5.58 to go first half. Six-point game. Penn State off 18-12. to Akwazi Yaboa back into the game for the Scarlet Knights. He bounces the ball to McConnell, who brings it slowly across the timeline. McConnell, a little iso ball as he gets a pick from Carter. Pulls up from the high post. Tough shot, doesn't get it to go. Rebound Brockington back into the game for Penn State. Brockington brings it across, drives left, gets double teamed. Somehow finds his way through, puts up a tough shot, and he gets it to go. And then C. Pikeville's going to take a timeout as Penn State then goes up 20-12, to 12, and C. Pikeville's not happy at all. Look at how unhappy he is, Jay. He's sitting on the bench. Pikeville's not even coming up to coach. He told Brandon Knight, the assistant coach, to say something. Wow. First of all, talk about empowering your assistant coaches. <laughs> But, I mean, the disgust from Pikel, he is angry. I wonder if it's at his team for their shooting or the referees for these missed travels. I think it's at the team for, I don't know, for their intensity. They're missing easy layups, but sometimes there's a lid on the rim. But my guess is it's a scouting report thing, right? You said, don't let Isaiah Brockington go left. That's all he does well. All he does well is slash to the left. And what did he do right there? He drove left, left of the lane, got a finger roll good off the glass, and... Well, it's 20-12, to 12 and whatever momentum Rutgers had from making it a six-point game and getting the ball a couple times, still back to eight, five and a half to go. Rutgers had six turnovers in the first couple minutes. They haven't had any since. Penn State has now committed six turnovers themselves. Neither team has been able to convert them into many points, though, on the other end in transition. Scarlet Knights get this game back underway following the timeout. Okay, he brings it across, works into the paint. Keeps his head up for a pass, finds Carter, who tries to dunk it home, couldn't get it to go, but a foul is called. Looks like they got Lundy. There'll be two free throws coming up for Jack Carter. Another great job by Paul Mulcahy to set that up. He got going downhill, hesitated for a second in the middle of the paint, and then drew Mike Watkins to him to take the shot blocker away from Shaq Carter, dumped it down low to Carter where he had an easy look, a foul resulting in the two free throw attempts. 
67% from the free throw line is Shaq Carter. First free throw up and good. Strong Knights five of five. They can't get shots to go from the field, but they're getting it from the stripe. Kind of a reverse from what we're used to. Scarlet Knights, typically a really good two-point shooting team, struggle from the free throw line. Today, it's been the reverse. Second free throw up and good from Carter, who makes them both. He's got four points. Back to a six-point game, 20 to 14, 519 first half. Scarlet Knights with a little bit of press and an alley-oop on the other end for Mike Watkins, who slams it home. Scarlet Knights just not home on defense. Okay, he brings it across quickly. Trying to get some sort of response there after the rebuttal from Watkins. He's got 10, by the way. Into the corner for Harper. And a travel. A travel on Ron Harper. The seventh turnover for the Scarlet Knights. Miles Johnson's going to check into the game for Shaq Carter. Penn State broke the press that time for the alley-oop about as well as you possibly could. That was so exquisite. They deserve the, the flush on the finish there. Under five to go here. 22 to 14 is the score. Penn State in front. They've led the entire way. Long inside pass for Watkins, who's working on Johnson with the floater and in. Mike Watkins is locked in. He's got 12. It's a 10-point game. Scarlet Knights looking for anything on offense. Haven't been able to find much. Harper over to McConnell. McConnell bounce pass, nice find for Johnson, who lays it in. It's a nice pass and some nice positioning from Johnson, who's got four now. 24 to 16 is your score, Penn State in front. Sellout crowd here at the rack, trying to muster something. Myron Jones works inside, gives it on the outside for a corner three-pointer from Curtis Jones. Doesn't go, rebound to Johnson. Long outlet for Harper, who goes up and under, and in! Nice transition offense as Pat Chambers calls a timeout. 24 to 18 is your score. Penn State still in front. Rutgers with a little bit of bite. And with that, we'll step aside. Six-point game here. Rack trying to get back into it. Stay tuned for more Rutgers basketball on WRSU-FM, New Brunswick. Welcoming you back to the Rack. 4.04 left in the first half. Penn State 24, Rutgers 18. Jake Ostrov alongside Justin Santu. The Scarlet Knights struggling on offense, shooting 25% from the field, 6 of 24 in the early going. Penn State shooting 37%, not much better, 10 of 27, though. 12 points from Mike Watkins on 6 of 6 shooting. He has been locked in, but he's not on the floor right now for, the, for Penn State as they get this game back underway. Myron Jones, Curtis Jones, Isaiah Brockington, Seth Lundy, and John Harrow, the 5 on the floor for the Nittany Lions. They work from right to left. Brockington works left on Harper. And he got blocked on his way up. Goes out of bounds off Harper. But a good defensive stand. Brockington likes to go left. You got Harper, Young, Johnson, Yaboa, and McConnell, the five on the floor for the Scarlet Knights. That was such great defense by RHJ. Cut him off on the baseline. Inbound pass. Looking for someone. Finds Lundy, finally. Almost a five-second call on Brockington that time. Penn State sets up their offense. Hara beyond the arc, guarded by Johnson. He's not going to shoot from there. Hands it off to Brockington. Weaves his way into the paint, gives into the corner for Myron Jones for a three-pointer, nothing but net. His second three-pointer, eight points on the day. It's back to a nine-point game, 27-18. Now Young, top of the arc, works his way into the paint, gives it back out for Yaboa. Top of the arc for McConnell, guarded by Brockington. He works left, bounce pass for Young on the far side wing with a step back and a three-pointer. He doesn't go, but... He got fouled on the way down. Lundy bumped him. That's Lundy's second. 
and it should be three free throws for Jacob Young. Second time in as many games that Jacob Young has drawn a foul shooting beyond the arc. Let's see if he can make him count. Coming into this game, Jacob Young shoots 66% from the charity stripe. He gets three attempts here. He can cut into a third of this Penn State lead. He misses the first one, though. First missed free throw for the Scarlet Knights today. They were six of their first six. Rutgers really needs to take advantage right now. Miles Dredd, Lamar Stevens, and Mike Watkins all on the bench. And Jamari Wheeler. Who's been out for a while with two fouls early. Knocks down the second one. That's his first point of the game. 27 to 19 is a score. Yeah, Trent Buttrick into the game for Seth Lundy, who had two fouls. Buttrick, a six foot eight junior forward from Bloomsburg, Pennsylvania. Third free throw is good, so two of three for Jacob Young, and it's now a seven point game. 27 to 20 is your score, just a touch over three minutes left in the first half. Got Brockington on the right side, guarded by Johnson. Works into the paint with a step back and a fadeaway. Can't get that one to go. Rebound to Yaboa. Next strong rebound from the grad transfer. He'll dribble it out himself. Finds Mulcahy. Okay, back to Yaboa. Gives it into the corner for Young. Thought about the three. Drives in. Goes up and under. And he got out. Couldn't get the shot to go, but he'll go to the line for two more. He just knocked down two and three. He can knock down another two here. And just like that, Mike Watkins, butt off the bench of the scorer's table. Penn State needs to get him back into the game because when he's not in, Rutgers feels like they have an advantage on the interior. Jacob Young to the free throw line. Rutgers trying to cut this deficit. It's a challenge. Harrod just picked up his first foul. First free throw is good from Young. He's got three all from the line. It's 27 to 21 with 249 first half. Watkins in, Hera out. That's a starter coming back in for his backup. One more free throw for Jacob Young, who's had an excellent last couple of games, averaging near 20 points over his last two. Second free throw up, and good as well. Knocks them both down. Five-point game now, 27-22. to 22. Fans trying to get loud here. Rutgers with some full-court press. Curtis Jones to J guarded by Jacob Young. Jones brings it across the timeline. Rutgers relaxes the press. Jones works to the far side, gives it over to Myron Jones, guarded by Mulcahy. Penn State needs a bucket here. Back to the top of the key for Buttrick, who tries a long three-pointer, just touches the front rim, rebound Young. He's running the other way. Young works into the paint with a Euro step, puts it up, and in! And the rack erupts. It's a three-point game with 2.15 to go, 27-24. to 24. Everyone on their feet in Piscataway. Watkins with an open shot just beyond the free throw line. He didn't get it to go, but a foul on Ron Harper. It was on the follow through, got touched by Harper, bumped his elbow, says the referee, Brennan Cruz. And it's two free throws for Mike Watkins. That was his first missed field goal, but it gets negated by the foul call. An opportunity for two. Watkins has 12 points already in 12 minutes of action. And have a big two free throws here, but the Scarlet Knights having just cut this game to a one-possession ball game. First free throw up and good. He's got 13 now. 28 to 24, 206 first half. That's as dumb a foul as possible. I'm, I'm sorry. He hit him on the follow-through. That was a foul. You've got, you've got Mike Watkins shooting a 17-foot jump shot. How do you foul him there? 
second free throw up and good as well. He came into this game shooting just 53%. He knocks them both down there, and those are pretty big. Back to a five-point game, 29 to 24. Two minutes now, first half. Young on the rack logo on the near side, gives it over to Johnson. Johnson hands it off for Yaboa, guarded by Myron Jones. Yaboa with a nice move, but he got blocked by Jones, picked up by Watkins, who flung himself forward, lost the ball, picked up by Johnson. Rutgers back in possession now. Mulcahy on the far side looking for Harper. Picked up his dribble, finds Yaboa in the high post. 90 seconds left first half. Yaboa works left, goes up and under, puts it off the glass and in. Yaboa's first bucket back to a three-point game, 29-26. to 26. Steve Peichel flailing his arms, urging the crowd to get back into it. Myron Jones guarded by Yaboa. Looking inside, instead for Wheeler, back into the game with two fouls. Wheeler guarded by Young. Curtis Jones with 10 on the shot clock, 105 left first half. Curtis Jones weaving his way into the paint. Had the ball tipped and picked up by Harper. Up ahead to Mulcahy. Mulcahy, give it back to Harper. Three-pointer. Oh, off the front rim. Couldn't get it to go. Up ahead, Watkins all alone. He slams it in on the other end. That's a huge swing that turns it back to a five-point game with 45 seconds left. 31 to 26 is the score. This place would have erupted had Harper knocked down that three-pointer and he had the look. Rutgers could go two for one if they want to. With 35 seconds left, it doesn't look like they're going to. Okay, he gives in inside for Johnson. Backing down Watkins with a nice hook shot. Gets it to go. Six points for Miles Johnson. Back to a three-point game. 20 seconds left first half. Rack on their feet. 31 to 28 in what's been a gritty first half. It's Myron Jones against Paul Mulcahy with 10 seconds to go here. Little iso ball. Watkins comes over to help. Jones works left. Throws an alley-oop. Looking for Brockington. He tried to throw it up, but he got fouled. He couldn't get the shot to go. They got Jacob Young on the foul. That's Young's second foul. And it should be two free throws coming up for Isaiah Brockington. Jacob Young got caught sleeping. His face was turned completely towards the basketball, and he lost his man, Isaiah Brockington, who made a very clever back cut along the baseline. Rutgers fortunate to not give up an easy two there. Two free throws now for Brockington who shoots 73% from the free throw line. Free throw up and good. He's got three points after a huge game. 23 points in his last outing against Iowa at the Palestra. He shot 9 of 15. He's been somewhat limited so far in the first half. McConnell into the game for Yaboa. It's a four point game, 32 to 28. But two seconds left. One more shot for Brockington. He gets that shot as well. So now it's a five-point game, 33 to 28. Rutgers might be able to get a look here. Harper from half court at the horn. No good. And that is how the first half will end. Penn State's led for most of the way, but Scarlinites with a little bit of momentum on the back end, hitting five of their last seven free throws. It's a five-point game as we head into the halftime break, 33 to 28. A gritty first 20 from the rack. It's a tough game, Jake. We've talked about it a lot. These two teams, their rivals, whenever they match up, it goes down the wire, and it's a fight. I mean, they're two very physical basketball teams. They, they model after their coaches, and it's a rivalry. I mean, whether you like it or not, these two teams don't like each other. These schools don't like each other. I mean, I certainly don't like Penn State. Well, first half, it's a physical game, and it manifests itself that way. 
Mike Watkins has been a bowling down low, 16 points on seven of seven shooting. He's been dominant for Penn State. Has to be the key for the Scarlet Knights, who also trail by six in the rebounding column. And the Scarlet Knights have out-rebounded 13 of their first 14 opponents. Not something that the Scarlet Knights are used to. Leading the charge for RU is Ron Harper. He's got eight points, followed by Jacob Young with six. And Miles Johnson, who also has six. They got a lot of work to do. Well, that was a rough first half. Definitely lacking something, especially offensively for Rutgers in that first half. Halftime scores 33-28, to 28, Penn State on top. Jay Koshov here alongside Justin Sontube and Dancing in the Dark as we recap this game from January. And one thing was really certain in that first half for me was that Rutgers really missed Geo Baker in that half. Anytime Rutgers started to come back, they couldn't have that guy just hit that shot. That would bring the place down, would put Rutgers back into the game. Right at the end of the first half, Ron had an opportunity to tie it with a three. Instead, he misses it and it goes down the other way. Mike Watkins has a dunk. Rutgers couldn't stop Mike Watkins at all. I mean, he was just running rampant. They did a really good job against Lamar Stevens. But Mike Watkins was absolutely dominating underneath. And Rutgers couldn't buy themselves a shot. At this point, I think we're all really nervous because we've seen Rutgers come out flat in big games in the past, would this one be the same? Justin, I'll ask your thoughts after this break before we get to the second half as well. Keep a lock for more Dancing in the Dark here on WRSU-FM, New Brunswick. Welcome back to Dancing in the Dark, episode 5, Rutgers trailing Penn State, number 20 Penn State, 33-28 to 28 at halftime with Jake Ostrov, I'm Justin Santup, and Jake, you know, in this first half, Rutgers did not play their best basketball, and it's starting to feel like maybe, at least offensively, they're missing the contributions of, of their captain, Geo Baker. Um, but at the end of the day, or at least at the end of the first half here, Rutgers trailing by five despite not playing really strong basketball at all. I mean, you have to think that that's, a, that's a probably a good thing or at least a sign of good teams to, to, to be able to hang tough. Um, and be in contention even when you're not playing your best basketball. Halftime at the Rutgers Athletic Center, Penn State 33, Rutgers 28. Back alongside Jake Ostrov, I'm Justin Santup. And Jake, Rutgers got off to a really rough start offensively. They seemed to come around as the, as the second part of the first half came about, but make no mistake, Rutgers really missing their emotional leader and star, Geo Baker. They were starting to figure it out took long enough they hit five of their last seven and they're starting to get contribution from the guys that we're used to seeing Ron Harper Jr. leads the team followed by Jacob Young and Miles Johnson Jacob Young's had a fantastic stretch of games but how about the you know the contributions from Paul Mulcahy he's only got two points but he's looked pretty comfortable a true freshman in probably his biggest game I mean you could say that sentimentally as a Jersey kid the Seton Hall game you'll wait a little bit more for him but from a tournament resume standpoint in the Big Ten play, this is his biggest game up until his career. He can't deny that, and he's looked pretty comfortable. Charlotte's are settling in now. It's stayed within five points. Rutgers cut it to three, but Penn State would cut it right back to five. But it stayed in that three to five point range for the last six minutes of the first half. It's been back and forth, team trading blows. Very physical first half, and uh, should be a really exciting second half. For Penn State, they have gotten an incredible, incredible start to this game from their six foot nine center, Mike Watkins. 16 points, he hasn't missed a field goal. He's been amazing, he's been dominant, and there was a huge question on how Miles Johnson against Mike Watkins would go. Johnson has 
an inch or two, but they're about the same in weight. And Watkins very physical. He's hit some shots out near the free throw line, and you know that's that's really led into a, his confidence is very high. Johnson has struggled, and that's the thing that he's starting to find his group a little bit. He finally got one of those hook shots to go. He was able to dunk it home, feel himself again, and and in the boards is the biggest thing where. Johnson hasn't been able to get those offensive rebounds. Rutgers is known for offensive rebounding. They only had three in the first half. That's not like them at all. They're, they're minus three in that category. And they only have two second chance points. That's where Rutgers lives. After scoring over 45 points in the paint against Nebraska, they have just 16. It's not the same kind of contributions. They're still 0 of 5 from 3, so they're just searching for some sort of offense. They were starting to getting it going inside the paint around the rim towards the end of the first half. The hope is that that can carry over into the second half. There is some foul trouble for Penn State. Two fouls apiece for Miles Dredge, Jamari Wheeler, and Lamar Stevens, and Seth Lundy for what it's worth. So expect Rutgers to continue to attack those Nittany Lions as we start this second half. But Jake, Rutgers down five. What needs to happen for Rutgers to come away with a win in the biggest game in 14 years? They gotta find the person. Big question, who's gonna take that shot at the end of the game? We knew it would be Geo Baker. Well, he's not an option today. If Rutgers is able to cut it back, and we've seen a couple guys, Rutgers cuts it to a one possession game. It was Ron Harper once, it was Jacob Young once. Who's gonna be that guy to take that shot in the big moment and ignite this crowd? They've been starving. They showed up early. Student section was full 20 minutes before tip. They've been starving for something to get excited about. Who's gonna give them that moment? You have to look inside. You've had all have to learn Mike Watkins, Miles. You gotta go after him and get him in some foul trouble and put some points on the board. Rutgers rejoins the floor. Caleb McConnell, Aquazi Aboa, Ron Harper, Jr. Montez Mathis, Miles Johnson. That's their starting five, and the starting five for Penn State as well. Miles Dredd, Lamar Stevens, Myron Jones, Jamari Wheeler, and Mike Watkins. Back underway at the rack. Penn State 33, Rutgers 28. Wheeler controlling, moving left to right for the Nittany Lions. Moves to the left side of the floor, hands off Myron Jones, left wing. Jones for Dredd, top of the key. Open look, straight away three, rattles off. RHJ the board for RU. RHJ hands off McConnell, and Caleb moves right to left for the Scarlet Knights. Zero points for McConnell in the first half. He had a game-high 20 against Nebraska earlier this week. Yaboa, right side for McConnell, directs traffic. Jab steps, now comes off the Johnson ball screen, right wing to the free throw line, kick out RHJ, left wing. RHJ backtracks, now eight on the shot clock. Picks up his dribble. Now to Yaboa left wing, dribble drive on the block. Goes up under Watkins and hits over the front of the rim. Yaboa the bucket, Rutgers within three. Yaboa's got four, 33 to 30, 19, 10 to play. Jones, top of the key, handing off Dredd, who gives it to Watt to Stevens on the left wing. Stevens, bouncing at the free throw line. Stops at the left elbow, kicks out Jones, top of the key. Now Dredd left wing. Dredd, pump fakes, fouled on his drive. It's gonna go against Ron Harper Jr., his second personal. Another potential travel there that time from Stevens who traveled twice in the first half. A great job on the offensive end from Yaboa though. Brad Transfer, he's in his fifth year as a player in college ball. He's got that internal clock. He knew what was on the shot clock. He still didn't hesitate to find his shot and got a nice look getting Watkins caught in the air. Penn State by three, under 19 to play. 20 on the shot clock for Dredd as he finds Wheeler in the backcourt. Wheeler missed most of the first half due to foul trouble. Hands off Stevens right wing. Stevens holding, now to Watkins top of the key, swung left wing for Myron Jones. Now to Dredd top of the key, kick left wing. Jones, three, way off the mark, rebound Johnson of RU. 
Rutgers a chance to cut it to one or tie on this possession. McConnell handles left wing. Yeboah straight away. Now right side for Harper Jr. Drives baseline. Elevates and lays it in off the glass. Ron Harper Jr. Rutgers within one. Ten now for RHJ. Wheeler handing off right wing for Myron Jones. Jones drives to the right. Gets around Mathis, but Tez cuts him off. Now wheeling back to the top of the key for Wheeler left wing. Now to Stevens left side. In the left corner. Driving to the elbow. Tough two-point jump shot. Back rim too strong. Rebound to Mathis. Here come the Scarlet Knights, a chance to take the lead. Tez, top of the key, pulls back McConnell at the top of the key as well. And now McConnell will reset for RU. Johnson sets the ball screen. McConnell to the left elbow. Reverse layup, no good. Put back, Johnson, yes! Rutgers with their first lead since the early moments. It's 34 to 33, and coming up limp is Mike Watkins, who says he's okay. But it's enough to get this crowd entirely to its feet. Referee just halted play so that Watkins could gather himself. But what a start for the Scarlet Knights on a burst. Rutgers 34, Penn State 33 under 18 to play. Jones comes off a ball screen to his right. Picks up his dribble. He's in trouble. Handing off to Wheeler. Up top. 16 on the shot clock. Now Jones has his pass deflected by Mathis. Numbers for Rutgers if they want it. Mathis moving right to left to the free throw line. Eurostep into the lane. Fouled and can't quite hit but he'll head to the line for a pair. I got ahead of myself, Jake. I wanted an end one there, man. <laughs> well, I thought that was definitely going to go. Look, my, you know, I, I've coached a little bit. My philosophy is first two, last two. What can you do at the end of the first half? What can you do at the start of the second half? Rutgers went on a run at the end of the first half, and now they're on a run to start this. Uh, they, they went on a run to end the first half. They went on a, they're starting on a run to start the second half. Huge opportunity, two free throws here to extend this lead now. First one from Tez. Off the front iron, no good. And that is where Tez really struggles, Jake. 64% as a free throw shooter. He really does, and he's struggled scoring in total. His last five games, he's only scoring three per game. And he's not shooting the ball too well either. Second free throw, also short off the front rim. Ball backed out, back tapped out by Johnson, recovered by Yaboa right wing. Nanny McConnell, he'll reset for Rutgers. Calls for a Johnson ball screen. McConnell to the free throw line. Pull up, jump shot, rattles off. Skying for the rebound, Mathis, he's fouled on his way up. He'll have another opportunity to earn two from the free throw line. They got Wheeler there too. That's Wheeler's third foul. He picked up two early fouls in the first four minutes. And how about Mathis that time? Skying over Lamar Stevens. Penn State calls them out here. They're rattled, Justin. They're oh, rattled. Yeah, well, Jake, they were rattled here at the rack last year, but the clock ran out just in time for Penn State to escape with a victory. Will it? They're already trailing now, 17 and a half to play, and we're going to take a quick break as well. Rutgers 34, Penn State 33, 17-20 to go. We've got a fun one and a meaningful one here at the rack. Don't miss the end. WRSUFM, we brought you. Rutgers 34, Penn State 33, 17-20 to play. Back at the rack alongside Jake Ostrom. I'm Justin Zonson from Jake. What a start for the second half for RU. 6-0 run out the gate. Scarlet Knights have come out flying. They look physically ready. They look like whatever Steve Pinkle, maybe Joe Baker said, because he's got the five guys in the huddle right now, and he's coaching them up. He's got them fired up. They've fixed their mentality. They're going right at these guys. How about that last effort for Montez Mathis? He missed two free throws. Offensive rebound goes to the Scarlet Knights. A missed shot and skying higher than anyone. Who else? Montez Mathis. He's going to go on to shoot two more. 
They might not be hitting the shots, but they seem like they want it more in the early going. And they clearly rattled, thrown off by the two stars. Let's see how they respond, though. A switch up in the backcourt for Penn State. Isaiah Brockington and Myron Jones. Myron Jones out, Curtis Jones Jr. in. Isaiah Brockington also into the game, replacing Miles Dredd. Two free throws here for Tez. First one on the way. And it's good. So Tez connects his first point. So on the floor for RU, it's Yaboa, Johnson, Tez, Caleb, and Ron. And for Penn State, Curtis Jones Jr., Jamari Wheeler, who's got three fouls, Isaiah Brockington, Lamar Stevens, and Mike Watkins. One more for Montez Mathis. Bends and fires and misses off the back rim. Rutgers 35, Penn State 33, 17-20 to play. Jamari Wheeler the other way. Hands off to Curtis Jones Jr. left wing. Now to Brockington top of the key. Brockington picked up straight away by Yaboa. Inside out dribble with the left hand and moves to the right wing. Crossover, drives, left of the lane, he's fouled. That should go against Yaboa on the drive and Penn State will inbound on the baseline. First off the bench in the second half for RU, it's Paul Mulcahy replacing Akwazi Yaboa. Jake, we had a great first half from Paul Mulcahy. Yeah, he was really comfortable. Look, he's just a freshman, but he doesn't play like it. He's played in these big games. He went to a big prep school. He knows what the big stage is all about. Curtis Jones Jr. catches on the right wing, double teamed high near midcourt. Now to Watkins. Watkins on the baseline, got away with a push-off, eventually swung around Brockington to the elbow, leaves for Lamar Stevens. He's fouled as he misses the bunny off the glass. RHJ will pick up the personal. And how about Stevens? Held scoreless in the first half, 0 of 4 shooting. That's, a, that's their leading score. He averages 16 a game. And you know what? Rutgers will take the free throws there because Johnson got caught on the floor. He tripped over himself well beyond, well, you know, away from the rim. And Watkins on RHJ, that's not the matchup you want. They'll take the free throws. First free throw good from Stevens. So he's on the board. Akwazi Yaboa will check into the game, replacing RHJ, who's got three personal fouls. Three team fouls in the second half now for RU, two for Penn State. One more for Lamar Stevens. Shooting into the Red Sea, known as the Rack student section. Free throw off the front rim and then falling through. John Harrah into the game for Mike Watkins. We are knotted at 35 apiece, 16.51 to go. Listen, those free throws down the stretch, Stevens is going to hit them. Can Mathis hit them? One of four now. It's not a great look. Free throws are going to win or lose this game. This is going to roll right down to the wire. Catching high post, Jaboa turns, faces the basket. Drives right of the lane, gets away with a push off. Now backing down Stevens on the right block. Fade away, jump shot, mid paint. Off the front rim, Stevens the rebound. He wants to push left to right to the free throw line. Drives left of the lane, layup good off the glass. And there's the NBA caliber play from Lamar Stevens. He's up to four points, and he's got Penn State back in front, 37 to 35. 16-20 to play. McConnell right wing. One bounce with the right hand, pulls back for Mathis between the circles. Brockington forces Mathis to his left. Mathis to the elbow, now elevates. Layup no good, he gets his own rebound. Fights through the contact, wild shot, no. Rebound Harrow. Numbers again for Penn State. Brockington at the point, kick right wing. Curtis Jones three, off the front iron. Rebound to McConnell of RU. Now for Paul Mulcahy. Controls on the right side of the floor. Pulls back at the right wing, ball in his left hand. Calls for a Johnson ball screen. Mulcahy weaving through traffic to the free throw line, picked up by Harrow. Mulcahy lobs it for Johnson. Good position, off glass and in. Great find by Mulcahy. Johnson's got 10. Rutgers has tied the score 37-37. What an unbelievable pass from Mulcahy. 
just high level basketball IQ from the freshman from Bayonne on the left baseline. It's Lamar Stevens on the drive. Stops at the block. Kick out Brockington. Pull up Jay from the elbow. Back rim too strong. Johnson the rebound. Last touch out of bounds off of a quasi Yaboa. And wait a minute. They're going to say no. It was actually off of Stevens. That's going to be Rutgers basketball. And that'll bring us to an official timeout on the floor. We've got an excellent one shaping up at the rack. Rutgers 37, Penn State 37. We'll step aside with 15-20 to play. Rutgers men's basketball on WRSUFM. New Brunswick. Back at the Rutgers Athletic Center, Rutgers 37, Penn State 37, 15-20 to play. Alongside Jake Ostrove, I'm Justin Santup. And Jake, for a basketball game over winter break, what an atmosphere. Oh, this is amazing. Student tickets were being sold to non-students. Student for a day, they called it. And you look at the student section, it's all students. Students came, they gobbled up these tickets. They were here well before a tip off. The entire thing was filled 20 minutes before a tip. And it's an excellent game. What, you know, if you're going to come back for one thing, make it a Rutgers men's basketball game. The hype is real. And Rutgers is taking it to a ranked opponent. Once again, this is a lot more even than the last time Rutgers played a ranked team. But you know what? It's, it just adds to the drama. A sold-out wreck on this January basketball contest. You look at all the analytics rankings, Rutgers having their best season in, in 14 years, and it's honestly been since probably the early 1990s when Rutgers last made an NCAA tournament that the Scarlet Knights have had a team this competitive, and, well, it's a big one tonight. Is Rutgers for real? Can they beat a top-20 team, Penn State, that is as talented and as deep as any team in America? We'll find out. They're tied at 37, 15-20 to play. Yaboa, Mulcahy, Carter, McConnell, and Young for Rutgers. Brockington, Curtis Jones, Watkins, Lamar Stevens, and Myron Jones on the floor for Penn State. Controlling between the rings, Paul Mulcahy. High post Yaboa, drives right of the lane, spinning into the paint. He's stripped by Stevens, and it's a tie-up. It'll be a jump ball, and it should be Rutgers basketball. Just a note, I saw it towards the end of the media timeout. Ron Harper Jr. come back from somewhere in the back with the trainer. He's been rolling out. Looks like his left calf may be a cramp. And he's also wearing a warm-up sweatshirt. Yes. I'm not sure what that means. Already down Geo Baker. Their, leading, their second leading scorer would be a huge blow to lose RHJ, their leading scorer. Here's Yaboa. Drives right baseline. Stops at the block. Ducks under. Watkins misses the layup, but he's fouled by Mike Watkins. That's a great job to jump stop and pump fake and get the shot blocker in the air. That's just what veterans do. That's fifth-year senior against fifth-year senior. Yaboa, he's, he's, he's a tweener. He's not a guy that plays his position considering his height, just six foot six. And the point guard's bigger than him. Caleb's six foot seven. Got Watkins caught up in the air. He's done that twice now in the second half. Second personal for Watkins. First free throw for Yaboa. Rolls home. Aquazi's got five. Came into the game shooting 74% from the free throw line. The Scarlet Knights are 5-0 and since Yeboah was inserted into the starting lineup against Wisconsin in early November. Second free throw rims out. Curtis Jones Jr. the rebound. We tick under 15 minutes to play. Rutgers 38, Penn State 37. Myron Jones catches between the circles, standing on the block arm. Ball on the deck with the right hand. Picks up his dribble to Watkins top of the key. Watkins back to Myron Jones right side. Myron Jones still holding. Drives right baseline. Stops in the short corner, kicks out right wing Stevens. Stevens drives, spins into the paint, picks up the dribble, kicks out Curtis Jones. He walked. A pump fake. He tried to set himself up for a straightaway three and took an extra shift. 
I think the perfect matchup for Lamar Stevens is a quasi Yaboa. He's a physical power forward, used to playing with guys that are more physical than him. Size-wise, they also match up very well. He did a great job that time not giving in to a pump fake from Stevens. Stevens very limited. He's, he's only got four points. He scored double figures in every game so far this year. Carter catching straight away for Jacob Young left wing. Young, couple bounces, pull up, two-point jump shot off the front rim. Carter the rebound, pump fakes, elevates, and finishes over the front of the rim. A finger roll for Carter. Rutgers leads 40 to 37. It's their largest lead. Stevens holding right wing for Brockington. Brockington drives right baseline, left-handed floater, way too strong, an air ball, rebound to Mulcahy of Rutgers. Here comes Paul on the right side for Young left wing, kick Yeboah, left corner, pump fakes, drives into the paint, pump fakes, goes up, over the front of the rim, it rattles out, he missed the bunny. I can't believe that, rebound to Myron Jones of Penn State. Jones on the right side, gives to Stevens, working on the right baseline, now backing down Jacob Young. Young giving him an arm's length, pulls back, two-point jump shot, swish. Well, Lamar Stevens is an NBA caliber player. He shows it there. It's 40 to 39. Rutgers in front, 13 and a half to play. McConnell handing off for Mulcahy on the right wing. Mulcahy, couple bounces, waves Yeboah through as he directs traffic for Jacob Young, left wing. Young drives left of the lane. Eurostep, kick out Mulcahy. Thought about the three in the right corner and now he'll back it out with 10 on the shot clock. Curtis Jones guarding Mulcahy. Paul calls for the ball screen. Comes off the Carter screen to the free throw line. Handing off McConnell. Left wing trifecta. Air ball and out of bounds. It'll be Penn State basketball. Good defense by the Nittany Lions on that possession. The Rutgers couldn't get anything going, and they went through their set. They touched both halves of the floor. They went inside. They went outside. Penn State suffocating that time. Rutgers just shooting 33% for the game. Myron Jones, ball in his right hand as he directs traffic at the point for Penn State. Dribbles into a double team. Now picks up the bounce for Watkins near midcourt. Carter guarding Watkins 30 feet from the basket. Eventually the ball finds Stevens. Working on the right block, he's double teamed, now pulls out. Kicks at Curtis Jones, right wing three. Back rim too strong, skying for the board, Yeboah. Outlet pass, Jacob Young. Working on the near sideline, right to left. Ball in Young's left hand, picked up by Myron Jones. Inside out dribble, dribbling to the top of the key. Animal Kehi left wing. Paul holding high above his head. Now ball on the deck as he drives to the free throw line. And he'll pull it back out for Jacob Young on the right side. Young, jab steps, drives to the elbow. Euro step. Euro underneath the basket. Wow, what a scoop. It's good off the glass. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Galloping through the paint. Jacob Young, Rutgers back up three. 42 to 39. Brockington, elbow extended right side of the floor. Rack crowd is to their feet again. My goodness, what an atmosphere. Here's Jones right wing. Driving right baseline. Kicks it to Stevens, left corner. He bobbles. Now drives. And a foul is called. It's going to be against Paul Mulcahy on the closeout. He took a shot to the face, too. So that's a tough foul for Mulcahy to take. Parker doing a nice job closing out. Stevens might have had a, had a look. If he had the trigger like Miles Dredd does, he would get that look off. Mulcahy did a nice job on defense, though. Ron Harper Jr. re-enters the basketball game, replacing Yaboa. Dread to inbound underneath the basket, left of the backboard, and a foul is called on Myron Jones, trying to get open. He decked Jacob Young. Rutgers will take over possession. That is already the 11th turnover now for Penn State. And the fourth team foul in the opening eight minutes here. Free throws are going to be huge down the stretch. This game hasn't been more than a 10-point game, really, at all for either team. Rutgers a chance to extend the lead to two possessions. McConnell catching on the left wing. Jab steps, and now drives right, and his pocket is picked by Dredd. McConnell picks it up, and he's called for a travel. Outstanding defense by Miles Dredd to force the turnover. 
And frankly, Caleb McConnell has been out of sync all day. Zero points for the Starlet Knights sophomore point guard making his second start with Geo Baker out. We're going to take a break. That brought us to a timeout on the floor. 11.48 to play at the rack. Rutgers 42, Penn State 39. You're listening to Rutgers Men's Basketball on WRSU-FM New Brunswick and WRSU.org. We have a great one coming down the stretch at the rack. Rutgers 42, Penn State 39, 11.48 to play, and Jake Rutgers has turned this thing around a little bit in the second half. What's been working for him? They've been going inside. They've been doing the same thing, but it's the veterans that are doing it. Aquasi Oboa has really set the tone inside. He's gotten Mike Watkins, one of the better shot blockers in the Big Ten. Actually, he is the best shot blocker in the Big Ten. He's gotten him caught up in the air a couple times. Jacob Young's playing like a player and former right now. He's got the hot hand, and he's continuing to show that he can Keep that ball on a string. Good new, good note for the Scarlet Knight, though. Scarlet Knights, though. Ron Arbor Jr. back on the floor. Rutgers' eighth turnover sets Penn State up with the basketball. Miles Dread on the right wing. Jab steps, drives to his left, now pulls back, moving towards the top of the key. RHJ guards him. Again, Dread off a ball screen towards the left wing, drives to the elbow, pulls back left of the lane. Now to Watkins, working on the left baseline, backing down Shaq Carter, who's played a lot of minutes here. Watkins, left block, hooking, jump shot, off the back rim, McConnell the rebound for RU. That was outstanding defense by the Scarlet Knights. Now here's Jacob Young on the left wing. Inside out dribble, pulls back, left wing, three-pointer, front iron, and a through! Oh boy! Rutgers with their largest lead, it's 45 to 39. 11 minutes to play. Here comes the rack crowd once again. It is a tornado in this building. Jones, top of the key for Watkins at the free throw line. Now to Brockington, left wing. Left corner, swung to Stevens. Backing down Mulcahy, turning, fadeaway, jump shot. Good and a foul. Lamar Stevens, as good as it gets in the Big Ten Conference, making it happen there and answer. Yeah, he is an all Big Ten caliber player, and he made a, a really good play that time. That is a senior going against a freshman. And look, Mulcahy's really talented, but you know what? That's not the matchup the Scarlet Knights want. Ron Harper Jr.'s back in the game, but he's definitely playing hurt. He, I've seen him grimace a couple times. He's not as quick on the ball. It's definitely something with his leg. Not sure if it's a knee or a calf injury. I thought it was just a cramp, but he's definitely not playing at 100% right now. Stevens misses the free throw off the back rim. He's got eight points all in the second half. Scarlet Knights 45, Penn State 41. 10.40 to play. Okay, he off an RHJ ball screen. Now back to RHJ on the pick and pop top of the key. Ron, right wing for McConnell and a foul underneath the basket. It's going to go against John Hara of Penn State. First personal foul for Hara. Second personal foul, excuse me, for Hara. I'm corrected by the Scarlet Knights PA announcer, John Reardon. Mulcahy the trigger. Sixth, fifth team foul, excuse me, of the second half for Penn State. Finds RHJ, left corner, and now up top, Jacob Young. Top of the key, three-pointer. Rattles out, rebound, Lamar Stevens. Young was feeling it. He wanted to give it a go. Stevens kicks Brockington, driving left baseline, accelerates, misses the layup. It's an air ball. Rebound Mulcahy of RU. Paul on the right side of the floor. Kicks to RHJ. Right corner, three-pointer. Back rim too strong on the rebound of Myron Jones. Scarlet Knights cannot get trigger happy from deep here. That was not the recipe for success earlier. Slicing into the lane, Stevens loses possession. Jacob Young now the other way for RU. Young, full steam ahead. Eurostep into the lane. Left-handed floater. Off pass and in. Jacob Young knighted Rutgers. He's got 13. This is the Jacob Young that's been advertised. What a player. What an athlete. Scarlet Knights lead 47-41, under 10 to play. J. 
Jones, step back, left wing three. Another answer. Oh my goodness. 47-44, a huge shot by the sophomore Myron Jones. He's got 11. Wow. Young handing off to RHJ between the rings. RHJ now hands off McConnell, left side of the floor. Now to RHJ left corner for Carter High Post. Jab step, back out to Jacob Young up top. Young drives left of the lane, full steam ahead, rises through dread, floater no good. Rebound tipped out of bounds, last touch by Shaq Carter of RU. And it will be Penn State basketball. Substitutions now for the Scarlet Knights. Into the game for Shaq Carter is Miles Johnson, and replacing Caleb McConnell is Montez Mathis. Penn State a chance to tie or cut the deficit to one on this possession. It's Rutgers 47, Penn State 44, 9.15 to play. Myron Jones in a monster three a moment ago. He controls between the circles. Ball in his right hand. Rejects the Hera ball screen, driving left of the lane. Finger roll off glass and in. A mini 5-0 run by Myron Jones has Penn State back within one. Young leaping into the paint, jump ball as Dredd grabs possession. That's a turnover for the Scarlet Knights, and Jacob Young getting a little bit out of control here. Yeah, he's doing a little too much hero ball. Doesn't need to be all young. He's talking a little trash with Stevens. Look, he's a, he's a very animated player, and, you know, when he's feeling himself, he feels like no one can stop him, and he was feeling himself there. Maybe a little too much that time. More team balls necessary. Myron Jones has 13 points for Penn State. He controls. Penn State is within one. Rutgers 47, PSU 46, 8.45 to play. Jones controlling top of the key, playing with the ball in his right hand. Harris hits a ball screen. Jones step back, left wing, three. Oh, wow. Jones drills it. Penn State back in front, 49 to 47. Mulcahy the other way. Handles on the left wing. Crossover dribble. Hands off Yaboa. Left side of the floor. Penn State is on an 8-0 burst after Rutgers had taken a 47-41 lead. RHJ drives left of the lane through the contact. Finger roll over the front of the rim is good. We're tied at 49. RHJ has 12 for RU. 49-49, eight minutes to play. Jones, pull up, jump shot, a two is good. Oh man, Myron Jones is on fire right now. He's got 18. Wow. Penn State 51, Rutgers 49, under eight to play. Mulcahy drives to the free throw line, stops, kicks out. Tez, left wing, three, boom! Oh my goodness, we are exchanging heavy makers here at Lorac. Rutgers 52, Penn State 51, 7.40 to play. I should say haymakers, but they're heavy haymakers, Jake. Myron Jones on the left wing, comes off the ball screen, top of the key, three, rattles out, rebound RHJ. And now Paul Mulcahy catches the handoff, and Rutgers will slow down. 7.25 to go. Mulcahy directing traffic between the rings, guarded by Brockington. Ball in his left hand. Mulcahy to the left wing, Yaboa. Inside Johnson, on the left block, backing down Hara. Turning over the left shoulder, he's fouled. That's going to be the 16th foul on Penn State, so Rutgers will not shoot free throws quite yet. But oh my gosh, we'll take a deep breath as we find ourselves at another timeout on the floor. Stepping aside with 7-10 to play, it's Rutgers 52, Penn State 51, a barn burner here at the rack. Keep it locked. WRSUFM, New Brunswick. Rutgers 52, Penn State 51. Seven minutes, 10 seconds to go here at the rack. Back alongside Jake Ostrove. I'm Justin Santu. 
Jake. Let's take a deep breath here. Are you sure you're I'm breathing. Are you breathing? I'm breathing. I'm breathing. That's good. We've got quite a basketball game unfolding in front of our eyes here at this truncated pyramid we so lovingly call the rack. It is an amazing back and forth game. Lee changes up the wazoo. Rutgers in front, though, 52 to 51. How about Montez Mathis hitting a three here to put the Scarlet back in front? He hasn't hit one in almost a month. Since the Wisconsin game on December 11th, the start of this five-game win streak for the Scarlet Knights. Look, it's back and forth. Scarlet Knights in control, though. They've paced this game. But how about Myron Jones answering on the other end for Penn State? It's been Rutgers against Myron Jones. Mulcahy to trigger. Goes to Yaboa in the left corner, and now back out to McConnell. 18 on the shot clock. Caleb drives to the right elbow, pulls back from Mathis. Mathis shaking big. Now back to McConnell on the right wing. 10 on the shot clock for Caleb. He's guarded up top by Myron Jones. 7 now for Caleb. Calls for a Johnson ball screen. McConnell to the left elbow. Pull up, jump shot. Front iron, no good. He follows his shot, gets his own rebound. McConnell spinning to Mathis. Layup, good off the glass. Let's go. 54-51 RU. That's a great play from McConnell. Myron Jones downhill off a ball screen. Right of the lane. Shot blocked out of bounds by Miles Johnson. No, sir. Penn State will inbound on the baseline. Six and a half to play. Rutgers 54, Penn State 51. Watkins catching on the right wing. And a Myron Jones up top. Swung left wing Brockington for Stevens. Deflected off of Mulcahy out of bounds. Paul Mulcahy just a split second late. He would have had a steal. I don't even think he was intending for a steal. He kind of just walked right into the pass. Took a touch off his shoulder, bump off the cheek, and out of bounds. He's normally got pretty good hands. Stevens left of the basket to inbound, finds Watkins. Now to Jones, and he's fouled by Mathis on the left wing. Sixth team foul for the Scarlet Knights, just the second personal foul on Tez. RHJ to check back in for RU, replacing Yaboa. So it's Mulcahy, McConnell, Mathis, Johnson, and RHJ on the floor for the Scarlet Knights. And they're actually going to say Myron Jones is shooting? How is that possible? That was team foul number six. There you go, they corrected it. Six. And now they'll inbound on the baseline. So it's Lamar Stevens, Miles Dredd, Isaiah Brockington, Myron Jones, and Mike Watkins for Penn State. You haven't seen too much of Miles Dredd. They got to move it from the baseline to the side out now. Referees in, in shambles right now. Well, this rack will do it to you, huh? It, it'll rattle the even the, uh, the most thick-skinned as the referees go. 20 on the shot clock. Jones catches near midcourt. Off of Stevens' ball screen to the left wing. Rutgers by three, six and a half to play. Elbow Jay Stevens is good. Oh, my goodness. He is good. Wow, he's good. That is such a tough shot. Fading to his right from the elbow. Penn State back within one, 54-53. Six to play. McConnell for Mathis on the baseline. Rises through the contact. Floater, no. Put back good over the front of the rim. Montez Mathis. Rutgers 56, Penn State 53, under six to play. Stevens holding right wing, now to Watkins, top of the key. Swung left wing for Dredd. He'll pull up from anywhere. Instead, he ducks it underneath for Watkins. Now to Myron Jones, top of the key. Stevens driving right of the lane, spinning into the paint. Kick out Dredd. Left wing, three-pointer. No good, an air ball. Rebound RHJ. That was a rainmaker that stayed in the air for quite a while, but now Rutgers with possession. Five and a half on the clock. Scarlet Knights by three, 56 to 53. Another huge possession, chance to make it two. And Coach Peichel knows the amplitude, the magnitude, I should say, of this possession, and he wants to call a timeout to talk it over. Jake, what is Coach Peichel going to tell his team on this 30-second break? Just keep it slow. Keep playing your game. Since the start of the second half, 
Rutgers has controlled. Yes, they've traded leads back and forth, but Rutgers has controlled the pace. They're making more shots, and that's the biggest thing. They're shooting near 40% here in the second half from the field, and they're getting it done with some of the usual suspects that we haven't been seeing as of late. How about Montez Mathis? He's really struggled over the last couple of games, averaging just three points per game, shooting 32%. Well, today, he's got eight points. He's getting his own rebounds. He's putting them back in. Eight points, three-tenth shooting's not great, but he's finding a stroke inside the paint. Five rebounds as well. He's having a pretty solid game when Rutgers needed someone to step up. All eight points for Tez coming in the second half, showing signs of the Montez Mathis we saw as a true freshman when he averaged over 10 points per game in Big Ten play. This guy dominated in Big Ten play. He came alive in January. Maybe this is just his time of year. Back underway, RHJ between the rings for RU. Comes off a Johnson ball screen, driving left of the lane to the left block. He's tripped up. They're going to go against Stevens on that foul. And because that's on the floor, it should be a one and one for RU. Third personal foul on Lamar Stevens, seventh team foul. One and one upcoming for RHJ. A huge free throw here. Yeah, free throws down the stretch in a close game like this where they've just been trading blows back and forth. And that's just, you know, you got to knock them down. Front end of the one and one now for Ron Harper Jr. Good. It rattles home. RHJ has 13, a quiet 13 for RU. Lamar Stevens continues to complain to the referee, Paul Selk. And Lamar continues to talk to him. Rutgers fans want a technical foul. I don't think Stevens is saying anything crazy, though. He's not. I mean, we can't hear him, but it's a little excessive, I'll tell you. RHJ, second free throw. Good. Nothing but net. RHJ at team high 14. Rutgers 58, Penn State 53. 5.15 to go. Crowd to their feet again. Myron Jones between the rings. Drives to the left wing. Now back to Stevens, top of the key. This is when he wants the basketball. Driving at the free throw line. RHJ guarding it. Now right of the lane, into the back down. Still with Stevens, backing down RHJ, fading jump shot, back rim too strong. McConnell the rebound for RU. That is outstanding defense by the sophomore, Ron Harper Jr. He's not even playing 100%. This is true grit and leadership from Ron. McConnell handing off to RHJ, now to McCul Mulcahy, top of the key for Rutgers. Paul wants a ball screen, drives to the left, now pulls back left elbow, spinning. For Miles Johnson, top of the key. Johnson straight away, handing off RHJ, 10 on the shot clock. Ron drives left of the lane, step back, left wing, three. And air ball, too short. Watkins, the rebound, saves it out of bounds, off of Miles Johnson. And it should be Penn State basketball. Johnson adamant that that took a deflection off him and then back off Watkins. I didn't see it, it got caught underneath the basket. But on its way down, it did touch Watkins, so he was forced to save it. Good job from Watkins to uh, make it Penn State basketball. I don't know if I love Ron Harper Jr. taking a fadeaway three there when he had momentum going to the rim, but nevertheless, it's Penn State basketball, four and a half to play. Jones, right side, kicks left wing to Brockington. Rutgers by five. Down low, left block, Watkins spinning into the lane, deflected away, but a foul is called. A foul is called last minute. I didn't even hear the whistle blow. Eric Curry on the decision, and it's going to go against Miles Johnson. It may or may not be the right call. It's just crazy how loud this place is. We didn't even hear the whistle. I, I couldn't hear the whistle at all, but I'll tell you, I don't know if that was the best call because Watkins seemed like he was losing his handle on the ball as he went up, and Miles was able to block him. That, that's just a player doing good things and earning the respect of the referee. Two free throws now for Mike Watkins. He hits the first, so he's up to 17 points. Just his first point 
of this second half. Mathis out, Jacob Young in for RU. Watkins is three of three from the charity stripe tonight. He's came into the game shooting just 53%. He is shooting into that red sea known as the Rutgers shooting section. Free throw, back rim too strong, rebound Miles Johnson. Rutgers takes over possession, Mulcahy handling, Scarlet Knights by four, 4.15 to play. RHJ, you gotta get it over midcourt, Ron, and he barely does with a second to spare. Ron operating between the rings, working against Lamar Stevens. Drives to the left elbow, pulls back to the top of the key. Now 12 on the shot clock for Ron. We take under four minutes to play. Ron drives to the right, to the right elbow. Ducks under Watkins and an offensive foul, I'm sure, on Ron Harper Jr. Or Mike Watkins? Who do they have on that? They got they're Watkins. Yeah, they're both 24, so it's hard to tell by the ref. Yeah, they got Watkins, so it'll be free throws. So Ron Harper Jr. will have a one and one. And so here's what I saw. No, they called it on, I think they called it on Ron, right? Hang on. We're, we do not know. So, so you know what, Jake, let's just keep it here and talk talk through this. Let's talk through let's it. Let's talk through it. Rutgers is up 58 to 54, 354 to play. Ron Harper Jr. ducked under Mike Watkins. Pump fake, and I think he may have gotten away with a little bit of an elbow. He did, they got Watkins though. That's what the stats, yeah, that's what the stat sheet has. That's what the PA said. I think fans were, you know, these Penn State guys, they like to talk. They, they Look, they're, they're not used to losing. They've only lost twice this year. Things have gone their way. They've knocked off dominated teams like Maryland at the Bryce Jordan Center away from home. It's where they've really struggled. They haven't played a true road game since December 7th. And you know what? Rutgers took it to them in the second half here. They've got the lead. They've got momentum. They've got the crown on their side. A lot's going on right now. Take this time to remind you that if you are excited about today's win or down about the tough loss, needing a place to react after the game, be sure to call into WRSU for our signature post-game call-in show, Nightline. It's the only Rutgers post-game show led by you, the fans. Keep that dial locked at WRSU, 88.7 FM after the game. When you hear that music, you know what to do. 732-932-8800, that's the number to call. Again, 732-932-8800, that's the number to call. Get on our New Brunswick Airways and share your thoughts on tonight's game. Nightline, only on 88.7 WRSU-FM, New Brunswick. You hear the night bolt ringing in the background. This building was built in the late 1970s, and it's had some incredible moments, Jake. As Rutgers leads Penn State 58-54, we've got just under four minutes to play, but perhaps none bigger than the 1989 Atlantic 10 final featuring these two programs when Rutgers beat Penn State here at the rack 70-66 qualified for the NCAA tournament. My dad, who uh, was a Rutgers student at the time, he tells me that when Rick Gattaca hit the second of two threes down the stretch to kind of put Penn State out of reach, it was the loudest he's ever heard this building. And it's so fitting that when Rutgers is looking to make the NCAA tournament, since our parents were in college, they're doing it the biggest game of the year against Penn State. Look, there are going to be plenty of biggest games since X. Because after this game, Rutgers is still going to have 15 more games to play. Win or lose, right? You know? win, or, yeah. win or lose, this does not make the season. But if they do win, it's a huge tournament booster. You solidify your case that Rack is one of the toughest places to play. I believe it's one of the toughest places to play in the Big Ten. And you know what? Two ranked wins against a better team. Penn State's better than Rutgers. They're a really talented team. They're going to finish in the top four of the Big Ten when it's all said and done. Rutgers will not. That's that's just the fact of the matter. But these two teams have clashed heads so many times. Rutgers took the game at the Bryce Jordan Center last year. Penn State broke Rutgers' hearts last year. You know, it's gone back and forth with these same guys. It's that, that emotion's there, the energy is there, and it should be a great final four minutes. 3.54 to play, Rutgers 58, Penn State 54. 
One and one for RHJ. That was the eighth team foul on Penn State. Two bounces from Ron. Free throw. Good. Ron steady at the line. He's got 15. Rutgers back up 5, 59 to 54. It's also 7 of 7 from the free throw line. Oh no, Jake. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. He's too good. Rutgers 60, Penn State 54. The rack alive again. Here we go. Everybody to their feet. Myron Jones controlling right side of the floor for Lamar Stevens' right wing. Scarlet Knights 60, Penn State 54, 345 to play. Catching left wing Brockington, now holding. On the left block for Stevens. Backing down Harper Jr. Turns over the left shoulder, kicks out Brockington. Right elbow extended three. Off the front rim. Rebound to Dredd. Dredd kicks out Jones. Good look from deep. Back rim too strong and a rebound. It's going to go to Rutgers because of a foul on Lamar Stevens. That's his fourth. And Rutgers will have a one and one for RHJ. Right call? It's absolutely the right call. He tried to get up. He went right over the top of him. That's that's the exact right call. And you know what? Maybe it's kind of a blessing in disguise that RHJ can't really get to his full altitude <laughs> when he's jumping because he's dealing with a bit of a cramp on that left calf. But you know what? He's been really steady from the free throw line. He's been the leader today. He's not playing at 100%. He's been there when Rutgers needed a bucket. Can he be there at the free throw line down the stretch? Rutgers up six. That's their biggest lead of the night. Can they extend it? Can they put this team away, put this game to bed, and get another ranked win in the books? RHJ at the free throw line. Two bounces for the sophomore. Free throw good. Rutgers 61, Penn State 54, three and a half to play. Ron struggled from the free throw line at times. It's, it's good that he's been doing well today. They're going to need free throws on the stretch in a lot of these games. Second free throw from Ron. That's good as well. Ron Harper Jr., money from the charity strike. He's 8 of 8. He's 10 of 10 tonight, excuse me. It's 62-54 RU, and Jamari Wheeler dribbles across midcourt to call timeout. This place is a zoo. Enjoy for yourself. Rutgers 62, Penn State 54. Jake, we're going to keep it right here after that Pat Chambers timeout. The Scarlet Knights are three and a half minutes away from a signature, a real signature victory that really means something come March. This would be the biggest win of Steve Peichel's tenure. And you can say the other big game, Seton Hall earlier this year, Seton Hall two years ago, Indiana at MSG, pale on comparison. This is a Big Ten ranked game against a Quan One opponent. Rutgers could go three and one against Quan One before January even hits the midway point. That is huge going down the stretch. Seton Hall and Wisconsin have crept up into the it's that quad one territory. Penn State's going to stay there. They're all quad one from here on out, with the exception of Nebraska and Northwestern at home. Everything's going to be quad one all the way out. Rutgers needs to finish off games like this. You've got the lead down the stretch. It's your biggest lead of the game. Your money from the line. RHJ is, he, he's got no, no pulse. He, he's just oh, unbelievable from the line right now. 10 to 10, he's taken it on himself to be the leader of this team without Geo Baker, without your captain, just a sophomore. He's just a sophomore coming in in a huge spot. Just a sophomore, one of the many young players on this team stepping up right now with Geo Baker out. We've talked about him all night too. Paul Mulcahy, he's had a monster game. Miles Johnson has stepped up when it matters. Montez Mathis has had his moments. Jacob Young's gotten 13 points. It's been another team effort for Rutgers. And Jake, well, there was a time at the half when Penn State was out-rebounding Rutgers 23-17. to That's flopped. 
Rutgers dominated Kenson on the boards in the second half, and that just speaks to the Scarlet Knights hustle. They're also doing it on the offensive glass, which is huge. They have seven offensive rebounds in the second half. They converted that into nine second chance points. They also went from 16 points in the paint, 20 points so far in the second half, 36 for the game. That's where you win the game. You dominate inside. Watkins had his way in the first half. But Rutgers has done a nice job responding to that, getting Watkins caught up in the air, going at him, drawing fouls on Stevens, drawing fouls on Watkins, Hera, going after them and forcing the issue. Back underway, Rutgers 62, Penn State 54. Stevens catching on the left wing. Fakes the handoff to Jones, picks up his dribble. And now finds Jones left wing in front of the Penn State bench. Deep three for Myron Jones, off the front rim. McConnell the rebound for RU. And the clock will tick under three minutes to go, and the Scarlet Knights are holding an eight-point lead, 62-54. to 54. That smelled like a desperation three. I don't think that we're at that point, but Penn State is really scratching for something here. Myron Jones has 18 points to lead the Nittany Lions. And he tried a big shot there, and he could not convert. Ten on the shot clock now for RHJ. Crossover dribble, drives to the left elbow. Now to the left block, reverse layup, high off glass, and in! RHJ, are you serious? And a steal at midcourt by Jacob Young, and he'll pull it back near Steve Pfeiffer. Rutgers will regroup. Two and a half to play. Scarlet Knights 64, Penn State 54. Holding near midcourt, RHJ. Jake, listen to this building. Listen to this building. Unbelievable. What a game. What a place. RHJ controlling near midcourt. Ten on the shot clock. Ball screen set from Johnson. Ron drives left wing. Fouled by Watkins. That should be two free throws for RHJ. Tenth team foul on Penn State. Fourth personal foul on Mike Watkins. Jake, let me tell you. When I was a high school bat basketball player, back in my glory days, my head coach used to say you could start to feel an opponent crap. Right now, after that reverse layup from Ron Harper Jr. and steal by Jacob Young, it feels like Penn State may be starting to crack a little bit. Double-digit lead, the largest for the Scarlet Knights. They've held, they've maintained the lead. Despite not hitting a field goal for a while, but it's all been from the line. RHJ's been the guy. I mean, what, what can you do? What can you do? What can you do? RHJ's got 21 after that free throw goes in. 11 from the free throw line. We heard all, see all all season long how good RHJ has gotten, right? John Rothstein called him one of the best glue guys in the Big Ten. Brent Yarina, the Big Ten breakout player. Well, here tonight, he's got 22 points, and he is willing the Scarlet Knights to what could be their biggest win in 14 years. 2.15 to play. It's 66-54 RU. Stevens to the free throw line. Kick out, right wing. Brockington, three. Deflected by RHJ. Yippola's got the basketball. Madden McConnell. Up top to Johnson. Johnson chins it near midcourt. Plays it right back to McConnell. Got to get across the timeline. And McConnell will get it over midcourt. Has his pass deflected by Brockington. Deflected out of bounds. Last touch by Curtis Jones Jr. Rutgers will inbound on the near sideline. And they're going to go and review this. Inside of two minutes, you can review all out of bounds plays. So they're going to check and see who this was last touched by. My naked eye thought it was off of Curtis Jones Jr., but it could have been last touched by Aquazi Abella. Yeah, I'm not sure exactly, but... Uh We'll take a look at it. The crowd's all on their feet, so we can't really see the baseline on this side. Jake, you know I wear scarlet-colored glasses. Yes, always. And I, you know what? It, it's great that someone like you is on the call, and you're calling this comeback here in the second half. First half was pretty lackluster, but hey, biggest win in 14 years. If they can see that in the next minute and 55, no one better than someone who's been going. You know, you, you've had your... You know, you've had your diapers changed in the bathroom here. You've been going to games since before you could walk. You grew up 
you bleed scarlet more than anyone at this department. It's been a heck of a game, and you're doing a heck of a job. Thank you, brother. I appreciate it, but we've got uh, two minutes to go here. Two minutes to go two here. Two minutes can't, to go. He can't get ahead of we yourself. We are Rutgers yet. fans. We know yes. how this goes. <laughs> scarlet Knights 66, Penn State 54. 155 to go, Jake. The Rutgers defense in the second half, impeccable. Hey, Penn State's shooting 35% for the game, 32% this half, but they haven't scored in the last two and a half minutes. They've, they're all of their last six. How about Ron blocking a three-pointer? I mean, that's not really heard of. You know, you don't get out there. You, you can get tested, but it's not really, you know, you never see a block. That was a clean block, and, and Rutgers is just going their way now. And they're, they're really falling apart here. Unfortunately, that ball was last touched by Aquazi Yaboa, so Miles Jed will inbound on the near sideline. Rutgers 66, Penn State 54, under two minutes to play. Stevens moving left to right. Hands off Dredd, and a foul is called away from the basketball. I think they've got a moving screen. They do, on Isaiah Brockington. It's Rutgers basketball. That's not gonna result in free throws, but it does give Rutgers possession. They're lucky, because the three-pointer was hit by Penn State, which would have been their first hit in a while, but Rutgers forcing the issue. Turnover once again, 14 on the day for the Nittany Lions. Rutgers has just 10. Rutgers methodically working it towards the front court. McConnell finds Mulcahy underneath Yaboa. Layup good. We can taste it here at the Rutgers Athletic Center. Scarlet Knights 68, Penn State 54. 90 seconds to play. Stevens drives right of the lane. He's fouled by Paul Mulcahy, and I think that's the right call. Yeah. It should be a one and one now for Stevens. Mulcahy, his third foul, he only has two points, but he's gotten really good vision. That's his thing, right? Five assists on the game, no turnovers. And that's Paul Mulcahy for you. Yeah, that's exactly what you're going to get from the freshman. A role player, an un unbelievable job up and down the roster from the Scarlet Knights today. Free throw good from, from Lamar Stevens. Now we're in a second. Rutgers 68, Penn State 55. Paul Mulcahy is a freshman stepping up in Geo Baker's absence. Unbelievable job to be in control. Second free throw also good from Stevens. He's got 12. Mulcahy to trigger on the baseline for Jacob Young. Now back to Mulcahy. Mulcahy still working in the backcourt for Jacob Young. Drives around Dredd, gets into the front court, crossover dribble. He's stripped by Wheeler, but a foul is called. And I think they've got Miles Dredd on it, and that'll send Jacob Young to the line for a pair of free throws. And with 1.24 to go, the Scarlet Knights lead 68-56, to 56, and they're in the double bonus. Since the 5.18 mark, Rutgers has shot eight free throws. They're perfect. 20 of 25 from the charity stripe today. That's not the mark that you're used to seeing. Rutgers shooting 80% in a game. You know what? This game's just different. They've been locked in from... You know, I want to say from the start, but they really weren't from the start. First free throw rattles out from Jacob Young. You're right, they weren't from the start. They but they got it together in the second half, and that's the biggest thing, is that they were able to keep it close. Within three, within five, went into the breakdown five. And now here in the second half, they've been able to retake the lead, gain momentum, expand that lead, and see this game out. One more from Jacob Young. And that rattles off. Yabo with a rebound, comes to McConnell. McConnell spinning underneath the basket. Reverse layup, good. Oh my goodness. The rack is alive. Rutgers basketball is alive and well, baby. It's 70 to 56 Scarlet Knights. Curtis Jones Jr. three. Back rim too strong. Rebound deflected. Dredd has it. Now Myron Jones, left wing triple. That rattles home. And so with one minute and four seconds to play, it's Rutgers 70, Penn State 59. Pat Chambers calls timeout. 
Jake, what does Rutgers need to do over these last 64 seconds to finish the job? They got to take as much time as possible. They're up 11, and if they play their cards right, Penn State will have two possessions. You get 30 seconds per possession. Rutgers can take this one all the way down to 35 seconds. You hold it, you play iso bump. You put up a shot, sure. You got to hit your free throws if you get to the line, though. See this game out. You know what? 11 points in a minute and five, that's pretty, you know, unlikely at any level, especially the college game, the game as physical as this. Rutgers should see this game out. Just don't turn the ball over, and you'll be just fine. I do request one thing. If they can't see at the minute and four, give us a good court storming. Not not the on-court celebration like we saw against Seton Hall. Rush the floor. Mulcahita inbound, having trouble finding somebody, now goes to Young. Young quickly right to left across the near sideline, now into the front court. Double team near coach Peichel, finds Mulcahy, and Mulcahy is fouled near midcourt by Jamari Wheeler. Great job by Jacob Young using that speed to get himself into the front court, and now Mulcahy, the freshman, who's had such a great night at the free throw line for a couple of free throws. Two points, four rebounds, five assists. Wow, Paul. No turnovers. He's been steady. Like he's just a freshman. He was so highly talented coming out of Gil St. Bernard. Averaged a triple-double his senior year. First free throw is good for Mulcahy, who came into the game just 6 of 12 on this season. Jacob Young out, Montez Mathis in, an offensive-defense switch for Rutgers. At 71 to 59, RU, 57.2 on the clock. One more for Mulcahy. Good. What a night from Paul Mulcahy, as steady as it comes at point guard. Jones, up ahead, Stevens, left wing. Stevens, pulls up, left wing. Thought about the three. He now fires, off glass, no. Rebound McConnell of RU. And Pat Chambers is saying, do not foul. Oh, my goodness. Let's dance, baby. It's real. Rutgers 72, Penn State 59. They continue to just pass out the clock. Curtis Jones guarding Ron Harper Jr. near midcourt. 12 on the shot clock, 18-second differential shot clock and game clock. Harper Jr. for McConnell. McConnell pass deflected by Brockington. Dread the other way. Now Brockington rising through the contact. And he dunks it home. And a sarcastic applause from the Rutgers faithful. It's 72-61 as Mulcahy will bring it into the front court. He's triple teamed, finds McConnell. McConnell now to Mathis. And Mathis will back it out. Under 10 to play. Mathis is double teamed on the sideline. And he's stripped by Jones. He gets it back, finds McConnell, and McConnell will hold as Rutgers will win this basketball game, 72 to 61. A huge win, a resume building win, a big time win tonight for the Scarlet Knights as they beat Penn State at the Rutgers Athletic Center in front of this sold out Rutgers crowd, 72 to 61. Jake, your immediate thoughts. My immediate thought is that not one student ran on the court. This was expected. This was a win that Rutgers built the hype around, and they went out and they dominated down the stretch. The tournament resume is there. They're 3-1 against quad win, quad one opponents. They've now won two games against ranked opponents, 11-0 at home, and they're 3-1 in the Big Ten. That's their best start since 1994. Their best start to a season since 1976. The undefeated final four year. Listen, buy into the hype, buy stock now. Rutgers basketball is back. And they're on track to dance. Jake, I'm getting the tingles. We're going to step aside and then bring it back in 90 seconds to break down this Rutgers basketball victory. Box score and all. Scarlet Knights 72, Penn State 61. Your final score from the rack. We'll see you in 90 seconds on WRSU-FM. New Brunswick.
Well, there you have it. Another signature win for your Rutgers Scarlet Knights, defeating Penn State, the 20th-ranked Nittany Lions, 72-61 to tonight. And, I mean, what an incredible basketball game. What an incredible atmosphere. Um, but, Jake, how about the way Rutgers finished the game tonight, especially without their, their quote-unquote closer, Geo Baker, after trailing 51-49 to following a, a Myron Jones burst that, that you couldn't even believe, the Scarlet Knights were able to finish the game on a 23-10 to burst to run away from Penn State and come away with a double-digit win over the 20th-ranked team in the country. It absolutely was a statement win. I think that if you look back, at the time at least, this was a top-three win in Steve Peichel's tenure at Rutgers. I mean, alongside maybe the Indiana game at the Garden, the Seton Hall game in 2017, maybe this year's Seton Hall game too, but this was the sixth straight win for the Scarlet Knights. They were well above 500 in league play in January, and all of a sudden that attention starts to shift, and you start to think about the bigger picture, the NCAAs. The rest of the conference schedule, I mean, Penn State's a good team, and they ended up finishing really high up there in the Big Ten standings. And they looked really strong for a little bit. And Rutgers took it to them. This was another ranked win under the Scarlet Knights belt. And I think that it really set the tone for the expectations there. SOA we talked about before the season, there were NIT expectations, NCAA aspirations. Well, now that focus starts to shift. No, we can make the NCAA tournament. But the next chapter in that story, and the NCAA tournament that never was with the Scarlet Knights, continues tomorrow night. As I recap, solo, the Rutgers men's basketball game against Illinois in Champaign on January 11th. In episode 5 of Dancing in the Dark, tune in at the same time tomorrow, 6 o'clock, where I will break down pre-game, halftime, and post-game thoughts in what was a back-and-forth but low-scoring affair between the Scarlet Knights and the Fighting Illini. Again, without Geo Baker, you are not going to want to miss that one. This has been Episode 4 of Dancing in the Dark here on WRSU-FM, New Brunswick.